You know, I was thinking about today's broadcast and very excited for it. But at the same time, even all the masculinity that I bring to this and Super Don brings to this, I don't think we'll be able to balance out the raw power of the femininity, femininity, if I can say it right, that's going to join us today on the show. First hour, Shemaine Nugent. I'm so excited to have her on. We're going to talk about a lot of natural health and healing things that she's gone through, including overcoming mold exposure. And then we have super powerful women, our fan, our friends, our fans, and we're fans of them too. Ula Tinsley, originally from Poland, now in America, also doing holistic health and healing. And Leslie, our super podcaster, now joining the Robert Scott Bell Show podcast network uh, with her stay-at-home mom podcast, which is amazing. Uh, so we're going to do our best to to maintain our our raw masculinity in the midst, in the midst of all this beauty. So stand by for that and a whole lot more. The Robert Scott Bell Show is on. It's Friday. It's almost the weekend. Let's get this healing party started right about now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness. Earthquakes. You know, the dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice. Dogs and cats living together. Lighten up. It's Friday. It's Friday. That's it. We did it. We did it. Thank God it's Friday. 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 Hi, right, we made it, boys and girls. It's again, or just about. And you know what that means? You have to go through me to get there. That's not a bad thing. Uh, look, as much as we cover the the, the news in, uh, man, that can be tense, right? And intense. The reality is getting through this stuff and navigating it together is a great joy. It's a great wonder that we're alive, much less thriving in the midst of a lot of things that people want to bum you out about. We're not bummed out about what we got going on today. Super powerful healers coming on today in their own right. And I'm excited. Uh, Shemaine Nugent, first hour. Ula Tinsley. Leslie Goodzagel, Good Gazelle. I, I Leslie is amazing. She's just started her new podcast, Stay at Home Mom, and you guys are loving it, digging it. She's already had many downloads of it, and I'm just so grateful that we could be a platform to get this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty out to the world. Uh, so let's crank it up here. In just a few minutes, we'll have a uh, Shemaine joining us. The first uh, story Super Don uh, brings to our attention here, and, and if you haven't gotten the newsletter, you'd see this already. You can just sign up at robertscottbell.com or text my initials RSB to 22828, as long as you're not driving, uh, 22828, and then send RSB, and then you'll be prompted to enter your email address. You'll get the newsletter. There it is right there. It's that easy to su subscribe to the newsletter. But you've been hearing a lot about the Twitter files, and I, I we were talking with Shemaine just before airtime. She said she's banned on Twitter. I have been banned on Twitter uh, for times of uh, periods of time, but we're, I'm back. We're back. We're still banned on YouTube and Spotify. I don't expect that that'll change, but Twitter might change. And in fact, as uh, Musk, is it Elon Musk? Who's the guy that owns Twitter now? What's the guy's name? I can't keep up with all yeah, these. Elon Musk. It is Musk. All right. Billionaires, right? That they have, uh, this guy bought it for $44 billion trillion. <laughs> And, and what is he doing? He's actually revealing and releasing the fact that it wasn't a conspiracy theory that people were being shadow banned and suppressed. This article by Jeffrey Tucker at Brownstone Institute. And he points out that, you know, some people will accuse the Brownstone, oh, they're conservative right wing. No, they got people from all different political backgrounds and ideologies that have contributed to that, including Jeffrey Tucker. 
a great intellectual, I would say giant in his right, because he's a critical thinker, as is everyone that I've read at Brownstone Institute. And he's talking about what's being revealed. And some of you will yawn, go to sleep. It's like, oh, this is just not interesting. But yet it is revealing the fact, not the theory, that our government, our government agencies, people within our government, all the way up to the president, have suppressed speech with their idea that they could plausibly deny that Twitter is a private organization. Therefore, it gets to determine what's on the platform and what isn't. And so the, you know, they went after Jay, Dr. Uh, Bhattacharya, brilliant guy from Stanford, pointing out a lot of the, the fallacies of uh, the COVID uh, narrative, much less the response as far as drugs and or these jabs. Oh, we got to stop that. We got to shut that down. These things really happen. So if you have ever felt you have been shadow banned, it's likely that you were and, and maybe still are. I don't know. That may be changing. Well, it turns out, and here mm -hmm. you, this is this is what's great. Yes. Uh, all along, you, me, other mm -hmm. people we know have said, oh, we're being shadow banned. And a lot of people were like, oh, you guys are a bunch of tinfoil hat conspiracy <laughs> theorists, wackadoodles, shadow banned. My, by the you way, know? My, my hat is made of copper and silver, not <laughs> But it's true. It's like, all oh, those shadow banning people. They think you think there's some yeah. kind of conspiracy or something like that. Well, if you look at this image right here, um, this is a screenshot from behind the scenes here from the people at Twitter. And it showed that uh, they, there was a button there that they could do mm -hmm. uh, if you had a recent abuse strike. You see this one right here? It says trends blacklist. Whoa. If they clicked that button mm -hmm. on your profile over at Twitter, what it did is it, it, it prevented you from trending on Twitter. Yeah. You could never trend. Any topic that yeah. would be hot normally organically would now be suppressed. And that, look, we have friends, Ty and Charlene Bollinger, part of the Dirty Dozen, right? Or Disinfo Dozen. They were discussing our friends, Ty and Charlene at the White House. Oh my gosh, how do we stop this couple from sharing information about vaccines and and, and cancer and things we don't want out there and COVID now? And, and it's just like, man, you might disagree with them or me or anything, and that's fine. But to utilize the power of government to suppress speech, fundamentally, that was written as the First Amendment because it was as important as anything, maybe more so. And I'll remind you that the First Amendment, any more than any of the Ten Amendments in the Bill of Rights, do not grant you or me or any one of us a single right. It acknowledges that our rights come from God, not government. And that, that those bills, the Bill of Rights and everything else in the country was, was written to restrict government so that it would not violate our fundamental freedoms, the rights that come from a creator. And that creator is not government unless you are completely duped and on heavy medication, probably approved by the Fear and Death Administration. So y'all check this out. This is a story I, I don't, you know, when they say a story has legs, I don't know that they'll be able to cut the legs out from under what's happening at Twitter. I know they'd like to. They'd like to ignore that this is happening, including, you know, all of the Russia collusion stuff that Twitter said when they wouldn't show the, the, the Biden laptop story, right, for instance, before the election. These are things that may have indeed tipped the scales in a way, and yet we have so many people cheerleading the deception because they hated Trump. They had Trump derangement syndrome. Again, whether you like or hate Trump should be irrelevant to the fact that you want a free and fair election. And for those that are happy that Biden, maybe you don't even like Biden, you just hated Trump so much, you're happy that he got in, even through cheating. It, it tells me everything I need to know about your lack of integrity. 
and your spiritual immaturity. Dare I say that? Yes, I said it. I said it. So with that, check out the articles. They're linked up in today's show notes at robertscottbell.com. We'll check you all out in the chat room. We have a live chat room at robertscottbell.com slash listen. There's a listen tab, watch and listen tab. And on the, the various social media networks that we are currently not banned on, we'll take a look at what's going on out there on this Friday heading into the holiday. Well, it's a holiday weekend. Every weekend is a holy day, technically. Uh, but it's fun. We get a day off once in a while. And uh, today, December the 9th, 2022. Now, with that, let's welcome a first-time guest that I'm so excited to have on. When I started reading about her backstory and her background, not only she's married to Ted Nugent, who we all love and appreciate here, but she in and of herself is so talented and dedicated to the principles of natural health and healing that we espouse here that I live. Uh, here she is, Shemaine Nugent. Live vibrantly, age gracefully, energize your faith. She's got a website. We have it linked up in the show notes as well at robertscatbell.com today. And we're grateful to have her on. Let's welcome everybody, Shemaine Nugent to the Robert Scatbell Show. Shemaine. Hey there. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, it's great to have you on board. Great to see you as well. And, uh, you know, when I started reading about your backstory, not because we've never met, to know that you have that history, like many of our listeners, in fact, having come through health challenges, you and your husband, Ted, in fact, uh, encountering a, a a mold infested home or an environment and then realizing there's no drug that can save you from that. How did this evolve? And maybe any, any further backstory you want to lay out for the audience? How, how long is this? Because I could go on speaking about this all day. Um, yeah, our home that was once featured on MTV cribs was contaminated with toxic mold. We never saw anything. I'm pretty OCD when it comes to cleaning, but we just kept getting sicker and sicker. It got to the point where I was getting unbelievable migraines four or five times a week, being rushed to the hospital, having heart attack-like symptoms, and no doctors could determine what was wrong with me. In fact, a few of them said it was all in my head and that was stress caused by stress. And it eventually got to the point where a family friend who is an attorney and represented an entire community in Michigan where all of the homes mm -hmm. were contaminated with toxic mold. He was representing them as they're in their lawsuit against the builder. And he said, you know, your symptoms are very much like all of these people. You, why don't you go get tested at a toxicologist? So Ted and I got tested um, and we both had four different types of toxic mold in our bloodstream. Oh. Our son Rocco was diagnosed with having severe asthma and I also had uh, pre-emphysema and oh I don't smoke. God. I've been yeah, teaching group fitness classes since 1980 and I was once named Detroit's most physical female. So this took me on a journey mm -hmm. where I didn't want to pump drugs into my system, which we know, you and I know, that it's just going to cover the problem. I needed to basically detoxify my body. And I found the Environmental Health Center in Dallas, which is part of the reason we moved to Texas. Mm. And I was doing, 20 years ago, I was doing alternative remedies like, or what they call functional medicine now, but infrared right. sauna, vitamin IVs, and oxygen. And by the way, mm -hmm. is that a hocket behind you? What are you looking at? Behind you. Oh, the, the, the sauna? Far infrared sauna? Is that a Hockett? H -H uh, this one's a Synergy sauna, but uh, okay. it, yeah, it's it's uh, I did, yeah, the Hockett yeah. um hyperbaric oxygenated carbonic acid transdermal therapy. Oh, you went all I there. do those. Look at that. I yeah, I've been doing all this I mean, stuff for so pause long. Pause for a second because we're getting some clipping in your voice and I don't want that to happen. Oh, okay. If you can drop and reconnect, it's a glitch sometimes that sure. happens in our internet interface. 
So sure. pause for a moment. Shemaine's going to be right back, and we want to okay. get that audio to be pure and clear. Uh, so go ahead and drop reconnect with the same link, and it should be fine. Uh, but yeah, as you can see already, Shemaine has been through a lot with Ted and their son Rocco, and uh, coming through that in a holistic, non-toxic, and a detoxification-focused way is, you know, th these are the kind of folks I love to spotlight. Uh, and we learn all the time by the journeys that we go through. And we can become an inspiration for others by overcoming these things, the challenges, or we can become a poster child for modern medicine's devastation of, uh, you know, covering up symptoms via poisoning the body back to health, which is an absurd notion uh, to begin with. So anyway, Super D, of course, uh, you heard that clipping, right? So hopefully we got her back and it'll be fine this time. Go ahead, Shemaine. Let's see. Let's hear your voice. How are you? Oh, so lovely. Yay. <laughs> so was all that, do you want me to do all that over again or no? No, we could hear it. It okay. was just coming with clicks that we didn't, I didn't know oh. what that was, but we could hear it. But now it's a very clean audio too. It's, it's big brother. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I was just saying how our stories, your story uh, can be serving as an inspiration for others that are suffering similarly that may not realize there are ways to go besides covering it up with poison. Basically, you know, modern medicine, God bless them, they try, but poisoning people back to health is an absurdity. And, and that's pretty much what they learn to do. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of great doctors out there, but many of them are just regurgitating what they've learned in medical school. How much time do they spend on toxic mold? Probably not much at all. And how much time do they spend on functional medicine? Probably not that much at all. Our medical system need, needs an overhaul. We need to include healthy living activities like, and this is what got me banned, I think, from Twitter in combination with a pro-Trump tweet. But I think, you know, during COVID, I was talking about, let's go outside and get some good old fashioned vitamin D. Let's take care of our bodies. Mm -hmm. Let's eat better. I'm on the 80-20 diet where 80% of what I eat is clean, super clean. 20% is, you know, I like Fritos and things like that. But, but they make them organic not, now, the Fritos are organic, the Doritos. They have you know, them. the reason I chose Fritos as my go-to like bad snack, there's mm -hmm. three ingredients, corn, salt, and oil. So there's, I can't do a lot of the, you know, anything with MSG. I just, sure. I have, I've become a label reader. It takes yeah. me much longer to go grocery shopping, but we also have a very different lifestyle. We live off the land and I'm a bow hunter. I saw the the picture on Instagram. I just found you on Instagram and connected and you have this, that you actually got a deer bow hunting. I don't know that that's necessarily easy to do. Ooh, it's not necessarily easy to do. If you think you can walk in front of a, a deer, it's not like you go, okay, God, cue the deer. It doesn't happen like that. You have to be within 20 yards. It takes years and years and years of practice and grace. But wow. I, I do all credit to God. I say a prayer before I draw my bow and I release my arrow and it's God's guidance that's mm -hmm. guiding that arrow. So, but yes, a lot of practice and patience goes in with that. No, I'm, I'm stunned by that. And super Don, by the way, um, I'm going to ask you to find that video of my daughter because she's not shooting a bow, but it's a 50 BMG. Um, I think it would be appropriate to show how these women can, can do amazing things with firearms and bows. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've, I've seen some of the episodes. In fact, you know, you were on with your husband, Ted on, uh, one of the TV shows and talking about hunting and also, uh, the ecological aspect of the environmental aspect of it, because, um, some people really don't have that bigger picture. They only see how dare you kill an animal versus the big picture of, of the life cycle of animals and everything and how it fits together. 
I've learned so much from being married to my husband for 34 years. Obviously, I wasn't a hunter when I met him, but we do have a very different lifestyle. And I've learned that, you know, even if you're, let's say, a vegan, which my son is a vegan for wow. health reasons, mm -hmm. and he's he's fine with, with hunting. But the problem that many people like to cling to who say, oh, I, I could never do that. We would be, can you imagine if each one of our, us were responsible responsible for obtaining our own sustenance? Mm -hmm. We'd be a lot healthier and there would be a lot less waste. But even if you are a vegan, you'd only eat lettuce and cabbage and kale and mm -hmm. cucumbers and tomatoes. That garden that you are paying to, for a farmer to decimate all of the small game wildlife and large game deer run roam there in those areas, you're decimating that area so you can plant vegetables. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, <laughs> but every every year, because I have my own garden, um, but yeah, every we. year, yeah. each deer, each doe has a couple of fawns. So we keep building more and more buildings, more highways, more communities, more homes, where do those deer go? In the state of Michigan alone, there are over 100,000 car deer accidents per year. And those are only the ones that are being reported. There are so many that aren't reported. And you're talking about vehicle damage and human injury and even death. So we say that we are responsible stewards and we are managing God's greatest renewable resource. Well, and that's it. Responsible recognition of, as I say, the life cycle of humans and animals, the interactivity between them. And, you know, I, I realized that if people had to, let's say, hunt for their own food, for instance, those that are not vegetarians, some would become vegetarians because they probably couldn't handle what it takes to produce these animal proteins. It involves, you know, some things that are maybe uh, distasteful for folks that have never grown up that way. I was a city slicker. I, I didn't know. I thought food came from the grocer's freezer when I was a kid. Right. So right. Uh, people, people have said to me, well, why would you want to do that when you go to the grocery store and buy something wrapped in plastic that somebody else procured. Where did that come from? We know where our pure lean sustenance came from. We know that it's not fed up with chemicals and steroids. And it actually had the opportunity to run free and roam wild. And those, those components call for a healthier, sustainable body too in our oh, own health. Shemaine, just as you said the last sentence, the clipping started coming back again. Dang it's it. just, I don't even understand why. I'm only beginning to try and diagnose it, but what you did before was beautiful. You just dropped for a moment, okay. came right back. So we continue with this great, great discussion. Thank you, Shemaine. Now, okay. Shemaine Nugent is coming at us uh, from her website as well. We have it linked up today in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. It's Shemaine, S H E M A N E Nugent.rocks. And you can see some of the story if you go to shemainenugent.rocks and learn about what she does. She also has a podcast and things you can plug into. And, you know, we'll talk more about the mold remediation. Oh, she's back. That's that's so fast. You're so good at this. How How is this? Is this Great better? Again, beyond devise explanation why that would happen. Suddenly it just started happening. So yeah, we, we curtail it. We get beyond it and keep on going here. Uh, so um, on all of the things that that you and Ted are doing, um, again, environmentally, uh, I talk about real environmentalism it means living off the land, means living in the land. Those people that are, uh, dare call them armchair or lazy boy environmentalists, they're living 
uh, in in such a you know even the, the poorest among us can live a sort of an ivory tower life we don't have to connect to the land because as you point out you can go to the grocery store get stuff wrapped in plastic and it just magically appears you're not connected to the environment right. and for those that think that they're environmentalists i'm like go out and live in 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 the real environment and, and tell me how environmentalism changes for you, what you perceive it to be, as opposed to a communist Marxist ideal that make everybody poor and dependent upon some centralized bureaucracy to feed them and clothe them and allow them to move about the earth cabin a little bit, as long as they behave well and don't do any nice tweets about Donald Trump, for instance. That's what got me in trouble, I think. Yeah. But, you know, you're absolutely right. And I want to um, add on to that. Is the clipping okay? Are we doing yeah, all right? Good. Okay, yeah. just interrupt me if I, if I start clipping again. <laughs> I think there is a growing number of people who are interested in living off the land and returning to the way that our ancestors used to live. And you know what? We might have to someday soon. But there's also a growing number of women who want to, if we look at, there are 50% of heads of households right now who are single moms, single women, who want to be able to provide for their families. And I think we need to, that's why I do a segment on our television show that's on every week on the Outdoor Channel now called Ted Nugent Spirit of the Wild. And my segment is called Queen of the Forest. We will be moving to Pursuit Channel in January. And it reaches 20 million homes per week, but it's really geared towards hunters. What I try to do with my segment is really go back to the ba basics and help welcome non-hunting women, especially, but men and women to help them learn more about the art of archery. And it's so peaceful. I took my son's girlfriend last night into the, the blind with me that we have tank blinds, which are amazing. I said, I said, Belle, there's actually cup holders in these. <laughs> it's like a little apartment. But so she, she's a vegan as well. And I said, you know, you know that the end result is that I am going to be shooting, hopefully, a deer with my bow and arrow. You're okay with that. She wanted, she's looking for some extra work and she wanted to videotape. And she said, yeah, I can do this. It was very emotional for both of us. And to be able to share that with a non-hunter, and especially a vegan, you cannot describe adequately what goes through your body, the range of emotions when we're within 20 yards. I'm getting goosebumps right now. Just thinking about being 20 yards from an animal and having to do this. Yeah. You know, you it's very, very difficult. Raging and again, going back to that, imagine if that's how we got our sustenance. Even if you bow hunted your lettuce that way. <laughs> wow. And you're not, a, it's not a crossbow. You're actually doing. One, do, yeah, I, I've, yeah, I've hunted with a crossbow as well before, yeah. but I prefer a bow and arrow. It's, it's graceful. It's graceful. It's, know, it, it's quiet. Yeah. One of the things I want to comment on, on, on observing you and Ted on the show and talking about the appreciation, I think of it, you know, in the, the, the mythology of the native American, American Indian where there was a, a, an appreciation of the great spirit and acknowledgement that these were gifts. Every time they, they killed an animal for food, everything was utilized. Nothing's wasted. Um, and there's something that we have done in America and the West because we've become so disconnected from the natural world. We don't appreciate, we don't have that kind of gratitude and consciousness about the way we go through life. It just, Hey, it always magically appears. What do I have to be grateful for? It's just always here. Yeah. And when you go out and live off the land, you really have to be guided by, as you know, the native Americans would say the great spirit and, and be acknowledging the energy and the gratitude for the gift of life. Yes, it means there's a circle of life. I'm not going Disney on you, but in terms of there is a cycle and a circle of life and 
again, we're so disconnected from it in the West uh, that I urge and encourage people to get find a way, you know, to 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 experience that, whether it be gardening, whether it be hunting or a combination of the two to get your hands dirty, to see how life actually happens. And it isn't the magic that I grew up with as a you know little kid from New York, uh, where it just magically all appeared in this grocery store. And right. you, you read about farms. You knew nothing about them. You read about hunting. You knew nothing about them. Uh, we've got to get back to that because if not, then those centralized bureaucrats at the WEF are going to basically run our lives and feed us Soylent Green. Well, that's their main goal, isn't it? And those of us who know, know. And we, our goal, my goal anyway, is to help enlighten people about what's really going on. But we've had the honor and opportunity to go to Africa probably a dozen times. I've spent a lot of time over there. In fact, our son, Rocco, mm -hmm. is named after Dr. Rocco Joya, who owns a 50,000-acre tomato ranch in Hoodsprite, South Africa. Hunting there is a necessity. And nothing is wasted. When when you see that firsthand and you see how appreciative the natives are for getting this pure lean sustenance. There's it, the clipping again, just the, as you're going into it. nice clean sustenance, drop reconnect. I so apologize. Okay. I have no idea why it happens, but we correct it really quickly. So okay. it's going to be right back. I will. I'll drop out. Again, our guest this hour on the Robert Scott Bell show, it's inexplicable why that happens. And thankfully we can just roll with it and keep on, keep on going. I'd say keep on clipping, but that's not what we want to do. Uh, keep on going. Uh, we had a great comment from Gretel. Super Don, did you see that comment I sent you from our, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, our super fan Gretel? I, I I did. Yeah, I don't know if it's too long. You can copy it and show it up on the screen. Well, uh, we'll just read it. She said uh, she said that she's starstruck. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to pull it up here. Here it is. Yeah, she says, uh, girl says, my son Bill plays a guitar because of Ted Nugent's stranglehold. And if he's not jamming out, he's sitting in his tree stand hunting. <laughs> wow. That's cool. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's some, that's some real inspiration. You know, we think about uh, the, the Motor City Madman as he had, had been known now out in Texas in the, you know, the, the, the wilds of Texas, so to speak, and hunting and everything. So, uh, oh, Shemaine's back. And uh, we had a comment from Gretel. She says, I'm starstruck right now. This is one of our, our uh, longtime listeners and supporters. Uh, she says, my son Bill plays guitar because of Ted Nugent's strangle. Uh -huh. And if he's not jamming out, he's sitting in his tree stand hunting. <laughs> you know, what isn't that much better? And I hope this works now. I, yeah, I tried to go on through um, Chrome rather than okay. Safari right now. So maybe that's it. And what a great comment. And thank you so much for saying that. You know, a lot of people have the opportunity to say something negative or something positive. So I really do appreciate the kind words. But wouldn't you rather have your child out sitting in a tree stand or playing the guitar than doing this? Yeah. You know, we've we've really become accustomed to that. Like when I was a kid growing up, parents would say, go outside, go on, you know, <laughs> and I, I think that's so great. And I, I really do appreciate this diversity in, in our lifestyle as far mm -hmm. as our, you know, I, I do travel and we, Ted and I travel. He plays concerts all over the world. Not so much anymore, mostly in the United States, but not in other countries, but so we have to rely on modern technology, so to speak, but going out there in the tree stand and just listening to mother nature, listening to, to squirrels jump from treetop to treetop or in the, the leaves behind you and watching the sunset and feeling that fresh, clean air on your face. It's just, it's life transforming. It is indeed. So I, I come back to the health and healing part because that's the cornerstone of the show really is about 
natural ways to get well, because so many of us growing up in the West in medicine and other things recognize there's a place for it. This is never in dispute, particularly in emergency trauma intervention. But outside of those extreme circumstances, we are looking to th do things more in line with the natural world. Now, you come back to the, uh, the mold exposure. Right? We, we have these homes we build often with a lot of synthetic ingredients. I mean, there was a time in Florida years ago, I remember uh, there was a, a controversy over the, the toxicity and the mold associated with uh, gypsum from China. In fact, there's a whole lot of things that happened. So it's not a, a one-off isolated incident. A lot of people may be suffering from this and, and looking to, to, to remedy it more naturally. Now, I've worked with a lot of things homeopathically. I work with uh, silver, hydrosol uh, as a remediator. Now, copper, of course, is potent antifungal, work against mold. And delimonene is a, uh, a distillate from the orange peel or citrus peel that is a wonderful anti-mold and antifungal properties. So looking at doing these things, essential oils, um, your journey, you, you went to integrative physicians as well, but I'm sure you've developed a skill set that maybe precludes the need even to sometimes reach out to high-level integrative doctors at this point. You've got your own skills. I kind of do. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I and, it, and I actually, um, I have a documentary uh, about my story, what happened to us. And I would never want anyone else to go through this. But if they go to, if your um, audience can go to killerhouse.org, Okay. You can read more or find out more about my story. And I've written a book. I'm just kind of looking for a publisher right now, all about it that really details my journey from health to illness. I was the person that you'd see in the grocery store with an oxygen mask on her face, pulling the oxygen cart. I went from being Detroit's most physical female, teaching 15 high intensity aerobics classes per week to mm -hmm literally not being able to walk up a flight of stairs of my life depended on it. So I had to become my own investigative sleuth because I knew I was dying. Not only was I dying, my husband was sick and so, so was my son. And I had to get well. It's motivation for everybody. When you have a family to take care of, it's like, okay, yeah, there's one thing when I'm sick, but when I can't make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for my son, mm. we got to change that. Yeah. How old is Rocco now? He's 32. Whoa. Yeah, my, my son's 22, 10 years younger. I can't, can't imagine you look like you, you should have, if, if anything, teenagers at the most. Well, so. I just turned 60, but thank you. No, not. I'm sorry. That's not right. That's just you, you're doing. Yeah, here you go. There's some street cred right there. Look at Shemaine. That is amazing. Well, uh, I, I, you know, I feel blessed because um, I've always loved working out. I was an athlete when I was younger. I used to race motocross. I swam competitively. I was a two-time state champion swimmer. I was in cheerleading and gymnastics and dance and, and basketball and volleyball, every sport really that could be. And I carried that into my college years and I kept being active. I went down a roller coaster wave. I gained about 30 pounds Mm -hmm. and was 25 pounds heavier than I am now for a long time. And then that's when I started taking things into my own hands and, and going, look, I got to cut out the hostess cupcakes and Twinkies and, and really, you know, eat healthy. But I do believe wholeheartedly in an overall 80-20 lifestyle. God bless you. If you can stick 100% to clean living as far as what your food is mm -hmm. and not being surrounded by chemicals in the air, soil, and water, exercising yep. every day. But for many of us, it's kind of unrealistic. So I'm honest in saying I'm 80-20. See, my 80-20, when we do junk food, it's still organic. So it's clean yeah. junk food, right? That's why I mentioned Fritos. I'm concerned yeah. about GMO corn. So I get the organic corn. But yeah, it's still junk food. 
Yeah, but I am. I, oh, I hate the corn. I hate the corn, but yes, I'm, no. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I grew up on fast food, the standard American diet, and I know, and I was chronically ill, and yet I was also, you know, willing myself through things because this is the only body I had. It's the only thing I knew. I played a lot of sports as a kid, and I, and I even swam collegiately as well. So, uh, you know, I appreciate that. So, what did you swim? What did uh, you swim? I, I was the sprinter. I would get in and out as fast as I can. Freestyle? Uh, yeah, mostly. I did some fly as well, uh, but. Uh, the 200 was my max out, you know, and I, yeah, I, that's, that's, I was more of a sprinter too. Yeah. Yeah. But I appreciate the, 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 the water. I was all kind of a water guy. And then, uh, some years ago in Florida, I suffered, uh, an accident uh, being all day out at Red Reef State Park off of Boca. And I was doing free diving all day down to depths. And just, I was, cause I'm like Aquaman in that way. And I damaged the eustachian so severely that I had to stop doing water stuff. I'm like, what am I going to do? At the time, my wife was kickboxing. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I can, she can beat me up now. <laughs> she said, why don't you take up boxing? And I went into this boxing gym and I just had the greatest time. So now I'm even kickboxing. So doing more land activity. And, and you know, we joke about, you know, super Don, my, my, my producer, uh, keeping him strong and healthy. Cause he's got the sedentary job where now he's doing the stand up desk. Thank God. Uh, so it's not all sitting all the time, but I, you know, here I am. How old am I now? 56, almost 57. And I said, there's hope for me now looking at you at 60. I'm going, dude, we can do this. Yeah, clean exercising and and considering how sick you were with the toxic mold again, that's another aspect of the healing power of creation of God to do that which is prescribed. That is, give the body what it needs, remove from it that which it doesn't, and watch the miracle of healing take place. Now, it also starts with a belief that you can heal. And for many, they've taken these negative messages from modern medicine that say you're just a victim of your genes, bad luck, and they don't even acknowledge sometimes mold toxicity is real. And so you, you're in that place of, I, I, I'm hopeless because it's been almost manufactured into us by all the negative talk out there and those that want to dominate us. So your, again, your story is inspiring because you, you didn't listen to that. You're like, no, no, there's a way to get out of this. And you found a way. And then now you speak out about it. You write about it. You're in uh, the documentary film. All of this is so inspiring. Well, I want to share, um, it's not a secret. I've talked about this openly. I've written books about it. I've written three books. I wrote one called Married to a Rockstar and mm -hmm. then uh, Four Minutes to Happy, which is available on Amazon.com. And I shared this story that uh, for no other reason, not to, to put anything out there, but for providing people with hope that early on in our marriage, um, my husband had an affair and it was devastating to me, obviously. And the things that went through and, and learning how to live with that and recover with, from that and should I stay or should I go? And I had a young child and the rock and roll lifestyle. And it just, I, I don't even like rock and roll. I'll be honest with you. And he knows that. Mm. Um, but so it was a lot of things to navigate. But the reason I'm sharing this with you, I wrote, write about this in my book. I believe those emotional traumas set us up for physical maladies. We become more susceptible when our immune systems are down. And that's really what happened to me and toxic mold. And I also discovered that even though Ted was affected to toxic mold, he wasn't as affected as I was because he was often out on the road and our son Rocco was at school. I was home more often, so I was more susceptible to it. But testosterone also helps buoy men and keeps them a little bit healthier and stronger. But, you know, it's I, I think the interesting thing is we each have to become our own investigative sleuths to find out what diets work for us, what activities work for us. And the human body has an amazing ability to heal. And I'm living proof. 
Yeah, indeed. And and you're right about the emotional states also impacting the physical health. Uh, it's a significant part of our journey to recognize the power we have of co-creation equally so in terms of a negative context, right? People that, that live in a negative con- uh, belief system or listen to all of uh, the things that kind of bring you down. And then you manifest this health and you're like, why am I sick? This makes no sense. Even if you clean up your diet and you still have those negative thought forms or emotions that are weighing you down, manifesting physically as, as you will. Perhaps the, you know, I don't know how that relates to the relationship with you and Ted and your marriage and everything, but that mold experience perhaps brought another level of uh, communication and need to recover that perhaps provided some healing and recovery for the experience you had. Well, now he looks to me at, at he'll, he'll show me some, I just have a glass of water, but imagine mm-hmm. this was a can of soda or something. He'll, he'll say, can I have this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I've become the, not the doctor in the family, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a label reader. I look at things and I'll say, yeah, if you want red dye number 40 and you know, all these other ingredients that are often in whatever it is, sodas or yeah. food, you know, even cereal, we have to start becoming our own advocates. Everybody's different. A vegan uh, lifestyle works for my son. It doesn't work for me. I, I love living off the land. I love knowing where my sustenance come from, comes from. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, here's the thing on your shirt right there, your sweatshirt says gun owner check mm-hmm. victim. There's no check there. Yeah. We have to get to the point where, you know, in that, that movie with Patrick Swayze, uh, dirty dancing, when he says, nobody puts baby in a corner. Yeah. Well, are you going to be put in a corner or not? You have an opportunity. Are you okay with being in the corner? If you are, stay in the corner. If you want to come out of the corner, come out fighting. And that's what I had to do. And that's what I want to encourage all of your audience to do. Whatever Mm -hmm. it is that they're going through, I want to speak to somebody who's watching this right now and feels like there's no way out, whether that's an emotional situation that they're going through or a health situation that they're going through. Do not give up. There is somebody out there who can help you exhaust your resources. Now we have this Facebook and internet and so many opportunities to do research, plug in, you know, click in your, your maladies and what, what are your symptoms and find out other people who are going through some, something similar again, whether it's emotional trauma or physical trauma, we're all, we're all going through, especially now these past couple of years with COVID and the, and the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, We're all going through so much. People are losing their jobs. They're losing in uh, finances and it's causing us to be, to say, this is okay. That is not okay. I'm, I'm actually in the process of looking at certain people in my life that don't align with, with my morals and values and, and go, I, I love, I love these people. I love, my family and friends. But if they're not in the same belief that I am, you know, God wants us to love everybody. It doesn't mean we have to always welcome them into our, you know, our world if they don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, it's, it's a lot for me to, to say that because it's, it's difficult. I, I used to be a people pleaser. I wanted everybody to like me, but there are going to be some people who don't like me and I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, the, the the this has happened a lot more overtly in in the area of the last COVID two and a half three years, where we had people that we thought had a similar belief system. For instance, about natural healing or suspicion of government and or uh, the pharmaceutical industry, and in this fear mongering that has occurred, we found people. Personally, I've been shocked. 
by like they went and got this experimental mRNA injection. Smart people, smart people, way smarter than than with PhDs and and everything got an experimental jab. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I don't understand, but I also think that there's a spiritual component to that as well, but go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, it's, it's fine. I, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm curious as to what your, your perspective is or perception is of that spiritual component, because I, I believe that's a, a big part of what we're going through right now. I, I believe that this is a spiritual war. It's a war of good versus evil. It's an unseen war. If you, if you look at some of the things that are are being exposed now, whether it's you know, and I hope I can say this okay, Hunter Biden's laptop and and everything that's on that and the corruption in our own government used to be, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Now we know that's not true. We want to take care of our own finances, our own homes. I mean, if if we can't even close our own border, how how is it that we continue to send money? And this this is a recent thing that really obviously upset me and so many other people. Uh, there was a hurricane recently. I have a home in Southwest Florida and Ted did, Ted and I did a, um, a concert for hurricane relief. There's so many people who are still homeless and water infiltration in their homes. They're moving back into moldy homes. And I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, you know, mm-hmm. how can we help? So we did this, uh, charity fundraiser. Meanwhile, the government didn't help. They sent billions of dollars to Ukraine why aren't we taking care of our own? It's like the flight attendant says, put the mask on yourself first before helping others. And I think that's where I'm at right now. And and I have become so discerning and my faith has become so strong in this. I know people won't like it and they'll tune me out. That might be why I'm banned from Twitter because I am a Christian conservative and a gun owner. So maybe they don't like that. I don't know. Well, I think that uh, for those that are averse when they hear those words together, my experience has been over the last decades, uh, there's been a maturity among the so-called Christian right. Because if you remember growing up, there was a time when the Christian right was calling for censorship, banning, even about music, musical lyrics. Right? I remember Dee Snyder and all of, of that. And I thought, well, this is a very immature place. Even if you might disagree with what's being said, you can you know, keep your kids protected from certain things until they're adults, of course, if you can. But uh, the idea of censorship was, uh, was very much embraced by that side of the political equation. I see quite the opposite. The, the political left has become everything they, they claim to loathe. They are the religious left. That's not part of any official religion, but they believe in censorship. They believe in the, using the power of government to force their views on us. And you're not advocating, as I've said to everybody that says, I'm a Christian conservative. Are you advocating a, uh, a theocracy? Do you want? No, because you know what happens. Your belief, even in Christianity, is going to be different from somebody else who claims to be a Christian. If you have one like the king or queens of old that said you must all be of this religion, that's not what we're talking about. The freedom of religion is so very vital to the essence of this country and the mission that we have to fulfill our mission for being here. And that includes deeply held spiritual and religious convictions and living according to them. We lost the First Amendment. They're coming after the Second Amendment. And I believe what they're coming after next is the Bible. And I am a soldier of God. I'm a child of God. And I will stand up and fight for our children, especially the amount of human trafficking that I kind of, I kind of went down a rabbit hole a few years ago and I discovered, yeah. I thought, what? this, this is going on. You're kidding me. 
right in our own cities, in all of our own cities. And I will fight for children and I will fight for our rights to be able to say what we want. I mean, why is there, you know, you talked about initially about what's going on uh, politically. Nobody in mainstream media is talking about that. Imagine going through the past three years and believing everything that's on mainstream media still. That's a sad state to be in there. That's for sure. Well, I'm, I'm certainly glad again to see your bright light shining through considering what you've been through and that uh, you're married to Ted. I think Ted should be uh, grateful every day, uh, you know, for what you bring to him. And I'm sure again, through going through the troubling times that can happen in these relationships to come through it and stay committed. That it doesn't always happen. And God bless you guys for doing that and making Thank it you. through. And, it's never easy. Relationships are difficult and mm -hmm. we all have to choose to make them work and, and do the best that we can. You see a comment from Kevin, Robert, thanks for bringing Shemaine on. There's a spiritual going on and Shemaine is our inspiration. Oh, uh, thank wonderful. you, Kevin. He is inspiring. Uh, our friend Gretel is as a request for you. You don't have to do this, but she says, okay. can you do a shout out to my son, Bill Walker? Because he's the guy that's uh, a musician and now he's up in the, you know, the hunting stance and things inspired and, uh, Oh, yeah, it'd be a fun thing. Crossbows. Absolutely. Yeah. So Bill Walker, if you want to say hello. Hey, Bill. Bill Walker, keep playing the guitar. Keep sitting out in that tree stand, shooting your bow, and become a child of God. And you will make your mother very happy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Shemaine. That's really sweet. Thank you for doing that. So do you have any upcoming events uh, or are there any concerts you're going to be with Ted at out in the, in the U.S. that we should know about? And uh, you how know what? It's it's funny because he only tours for about a month in the summer. He will yeah. not tour. One thing about he's going to be 74 next week. Amazing. And he's gotten to the point in his life where, and like you and I have to, and everybody else, we have to have boundaries. And he has the boundary. He doesn't tour during hunting season. But for, for him, hunting season lasts a long time. So he only tours about a month in the summer. And right now he's doing his own a podcast on Real America's Voice. I might be doing a podcast on Real America's Voice coming up. I got a book coming out soon. I'm doing my own podcast. Love to have you on my podcast. And um, I've got, I, I'm just trying to do where God points me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it, it's different for everybody. And I feel blessed that I am in communication and, and hoping and praying that God continues to light my path and I go in a way that's pleasing to him. Well, yeah, you're going through it, in my experience, the right way, you know, very humble in terms of honoring your, your, our servant status to the most holy, as opposed to uh, those that look to serve government, you know, as subjects and, and, you know, how that is demeaning and, and also dispiriting. Because I think as you talk about that spiritual war, a lot of what, what I've seen and witnessed is to diminish our connection to the divine. And I said, as a homeopath, as a natural healer, and I would say this, I believe it true for all doctors or healers or those that want to be, that your mission, my mission is to connect people to the source of all healing. And that is that wisdom that comes from God, the divine, our divinity, and everything would stem or come from that. You know, whether you've learned some things in medical school or other schools, even those things can be overridden at, at times when the spirit says, this is not appropriate. And yeah. if we overly worship the mind and the things we've learned mentally, we miss out on the divine gifts of healing that could save our lives in a moment when uh, all of our training says this, but God's trying to say, hey, no, 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 not right now. This would not be good. Go this way. 
And that's why, uh, again, the uh, the gift of healing is something that's far greater than any school that you can go Absolutely. to. Absolutely. And what we are putting, what we're ingesting, what we're putting into our bodies, our bodies are our temple. And if we're putting junk food constantly into our bodies and we don't exercise and you know, recognize this gift that we have from God. We've, we've been fortunate enough to host uh, several people, it, it, several young people whose last wish from Make-A-Wish or there's another organization called Hunt, Hunt of a Lifetime who th- just want to hang out with us, little kids, mm. like Macon Lynn, six years old, died of a brain tumor. And boy, I bet you he would have wished and his family would have wished that he would have had some of these bodies that we have. So Every time, you know, if you're struggling with an addiction to food or alcohol or cigarettes or whatever it is, you know, none of us are perfect. I certainly am not. But I try to um, stay on that path and try to fill my body with foods that will provide health and sustenance Mm -hmm. and energy. Yeah. And you mentioned uh, addictions, Uh, by the way, Superdon connected us with the Crave Kicker thing. This is the velvet bean in Ayurvedic medicine. That is a, a organic and clean for people that are trying to quit smoking or vaping that have a strong addiction to nicotine that can really break that physical addiction within three to four days. Uh, so y'all check out cravekicker.com. And we, I think he's running a 15% special between now and uh, like January 5th. Yeah. Yeah. Use the code RSB 15 again, an organic quality drink that's based on this velvet bean uh, mucuna purians. I think if I say it right in the Latin term, but uh, if you want to quit smoking or vaping and, you, you got an option now that's not about putting more nicotine or toxic poison into your body. So uh, you brought that up. It just brought that to mind. All the kinds of things we try to bring to uh, this audience. And by the way, there are a lot of fans of your husband here in this audience as well. Now you, if they didn't know you before, and uh, I certainly am, I'm so certainly excited. Like I said, not only that we were going to meet, but that you were as awesome as I had hoped you'd be and, and your experience is such that it's, ju- it's truly inspiring. So yeah, we can do more, especially if you got a new book coming out, get you back on. And, Love uh, that. you know, if, if possible, as you, 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 you linked us to Ted, we're going to try and get him on. That's uh, one of the bucket list things for super Don, especially my humble and lovable producer there. Super D open up the microphone and camera so we can see you. Hey, super Don. Yeah. You, you have a question. <laughs> and for super Steve? Don's got a great voice, doesn't he? Oh, he's got an awesome voice. <laughs> I you know, people like say that, and it's just, you know, I, I guess I'd be dangerous if I actually was good at doing this sort of thing, but I, I'm, I'm the guy behind the scenes. But you are good at this. Mm-hmm. You are well, good you. at this. Don't yeah. sell yourself yeah. short. No, I, I really have enjoyed this this uh, this interview, and I hope we can do it again. Um, Absolutely. I, I, I got to tell you, though, the one thing I'm, I'm walking away from this mm-hmm. with, Ted Nugent's wife isn't into rock and roll. Yeah, isn't that wild? When what? I met him, I couldn't have told you one of his songs if my life depended on it. <laughs> I That's okay, awesome. you, re- you want to be shocked? Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, I liked Barry Manilow. Oh, oh. you and Super Don. <laughs> sorry, are, are, I'm sorry. That's one of the things Robert Donna is always Summer. giving me a hard. He's Robert's Thanks. always teasing me about because I'm a big Barry Manilow fan myself. True. Come it's on, true. John Denver. Barry, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I was a dan- like. Quick funny story. I know you guys have mm-hmm. to go. No, we're good. So no, I used to dance. I used to go out dancing, disco dancing, when I was growing up. When you know, late uh, teens, early twenties. Yeah. And my husband's manager. I was working at a rock and roll radio station as a traffic reporter. That's how I met him. And he Ted filled in for the morning crew for an entire week. I didn't know anything about him. All I I came into the studio to do my job, and I'm I'm talking to him, going, "You don't drink or smoke?" 
wow, I'm into health and fitness. I've never met a guy that doesn't drink or smoke. Mm. And so my, my husband's manager said to me one day, um, are you a dancer? And I thought, oh, wow, he recognizes that I have really good posture. And I went, <laughs> yes, I am a dancer. Well, in the rock and roll industry, a dancer is something else. Ah, yes. yes. <laughs> so you didn't know that's great. Uh, but of course, uh, we are Barry Manilow and John Denver fans. I'm a Neil Diamond fan. Uh, oh, in my life. Oh, love it. Neil Diamond. That's my yes. number one. And uh, yeah. we have a great time. Of course, I get teased because of it. And Super Don gets teased because of it. But we're, we're as I said, I think we're man enough to, to, to handle it uh, as we uh, continue through life. But yes, we also do love rock and roll. And we do appreciate and it. And I, I have to clarify, I mm -hmm. do appreciate the music so much now because I know mm -hmm. what goes into it. And unfortunately much, much of the music that's out there today is electronic. And I watch what Ted does from playing the national anthem in front of, you know, at Mar-a-Lago, what kind of pressure is that? And <laughs> at every concert and for presidents and super bowls and things like that, he's so good. Mm -hmm. He's so talented. And so, uh, was it Bill that was, um, that's Bill Walker. Yeah. yeah, Bill Walker. Mm -hmm. Continue to play your guitar. Mm -hmm. That will help save you from drugs and alcohol and get going down the wrong path. Play your guitar to be better, not to be a rock star, but mm -hmm. to be better at what you're doing. And you will make your mother very happy. <laughs> Yay. Well, make me very happy right now on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Shemaine Nugent. First time, hopefully not the last. Uh, we can do this. And if you want to connect on your podcast, I'd be honored to join you. I'd, I just have a, a fun time, uh, talking about the things we're talking about here and probably a lot more that we didn't touch on. So yep. let's do it. Sounds great. Anytime. All right. Shemaine Nugent, uh, God bless you. Thank you for being on board today. First hour heading in the weekend. I feel like we are partying into the weekend. Of course I don't drink or smoke, but that doesn't mean the same thing, I guess, to many of us here, health healing. It's always on tap. It's usually organic and non-GMO as well. Uh, we've got uh, some more dynamic, powerful women coming on in addition to Shemaine uh, in, with Ula and Leslie in hour two. I am so excited for this next hour. In fact, I'm just going to kick back. I don't have to say a thing. I probably will say a thing, but I wouldn't have to. So get ready for that. Links are up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. Quickly say a shout out and a thank you to our friends at Cardio Miracle. We talk about healing uh, the vascular system. There's a big old tub of Cardio Miracle. Use the uh, code discount code RSB. We should have a link and a banner. Uh, Super Don just did put up a banner for Folium PX, which is the uh, uh, best way I keep trying to say it. It's a, it's a Chernobyl-level antioxidant and uh, something that could work against even the heavy metals that are ionizing radiation type stuff. So if you got to counteract that, and who doesn't? Please look into that. We'll be talking to some folks on that front. Also, uh, nu Nutritional Frontiers. I just did their World of Wellness thing yesterday. It was a great episode. I hope you'll tune into that. Nutritionalfrontiers.com. We use the code RSB15 to get an additional 15% off discount on everything that they sell, including sale items. And they have a 12 Days of Christmas special going on as well. Awesome stuff that you can get. We mentioned Crave Kicker as well. Uh, what else? Oh, Trinity School of Natural Health, the Health Freedom Expo is coming up, the virtual in February. We've got a lot of upcoming events. We'll, we'll talk about them next hour. I don't know if Ula or Leslie can be at any of them, but we hope, we hope so. In the meantime, let's take an educational pause. Thanks again to Shemaine Nugent for being on. What a great hour. And remember that the power to heal is still yours.
The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Robert Scott Bell Show. This hour on the Robert Scott Bell Show, more powerful healing women to balance out me and Super D. And uh, what a great hour with Shemaine Nugent. Uh, great new friend, I believe, that we can develop here uh, and maybe eventually get uh, Ted on as well, which would be fun. Totally fun. And Super Don will be like, yep, check that off the bucket list. How awesome would that be? So grateful for that interview there. Super D went really well. She's terrific. That was really good. She, isn't she great? She, I mean, totally aligned with what we do here. So not surprising mm -hmm. when you come through toxic mold exposure and succeed. Uh, so this is really. She's only 60 years old. Dude, she, she looked like she was in her 30s. Seriously. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Can you, Six. by the way, uh, we're going to have uh, uh, Leslie and uh, Ula on. Can you see yeah. Ula behind the scenes? It looks like her camera's not on. Do you see what I'm saying? See. see? It's just blacked out. Can you hear us, Ula? Ula, can you hear us? No. No. We get Ula on. We got Leslie. She's the star of the show, though, right now because her new podcast. So uh, have Ula try to reconnect. Ula, I think, is on an iPad. Oh, I could do oh, it. When we tested earlier, everything was great. Mm hmm. You know, that's just Murphy's law. So, right. Ula, I would suggest, um, oh, you're on the laptop. On the laptop. Weird. Maybe I reboot the laptop and try again because it's not coming audio or video uh, yeah, or go to that gearbox because we want to definitely hear and see Ula as well. And we'll get Leslie on. We're going to reboot. So, okay. okay. Uh, let's see. What else is going on here? Um, I'm looking at some of the notes and uh, what is this story here? Oh, I got the teak for wellness up, health and wellness for Ula as well. And that's going to be great. But the poll is the, it was the thing, the poll question of the day, by the way, you sent out the newsletter today with the lamest poll question ever. Shut up. <laughs> I swear you do the, you do, you do the newsletter. You know what? I say it, I say it with love, but I also say, ask. I just, I can't, I can't seem to win anymore with, with the poll questions. Yesterday I was an anti-Semite. <laughs> No, we didn't. Uh, today, today. Oh, so what's wrong? Okay, no, no, no. Right. Look, right. look. It is. It is the holiday season. Okay, let's find out what this is. Why did uh, I read it that way? I, I look. I just asked. How do you feel about eggnog? Really? Eggnog is something people drink during the holidays, or they hate. Either they love it, or they hate it. I'm like, there's, there's a very small number of people that would be like, yeah, it's okay. But most of the time, I found that people are like, yum, or people are like, oh, yuck. And like, so I was like, why not? It's not I a bad know. question. I th it's like you phoned in the poll question. It's like, oh, do you like eggnog? How do you yeah, feel? Yeah, well, what would, you, what would your poll question of the day be? Well, the thing is, I didn't have one. So I, I know it all. Like, what is it? What is it? I, Come on. I, I don't what would have it be? One. What would be a, a, a worthy poll question of the day? You got me. I'm busted. I don't have one. I don't have one. No, you know what? It is. Some of the poll questions you come up with are so... Honestly, they're like, whoa, tied into some, and I, and I'm teasing you. Of course it's Friday. We're heading into the weekend, lightening it up into the holidays. It's like, do you like eggnog? People like these kinds of yeah, questions. Know, Sometimes you don't have to sit there and like, you know, get a, 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 a headache trying to think about it. It's I just, want PhD level questions of the day. We'll go find oh, a PhD. No, I don't. I'm teasing because you know, you come up with some great trivia questions when we do our AMAs, yeah. right? How do you feel about eggnog? So have people started responding to that. Should we wait for later? Of course, we'll we'll see what the results are at the end of the show here. Okay, you know you can buy eggnog organic. There's a bunch of 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 uh, uh, brand. Do they make raw organic. milk eggnog? I wonder. Probably not. I mean, you could make your own. I don't think so. I can see over here in the green room. I can see yeah. Leslie shaking her head. Yes. Yeah, she does. Of course, you can make your own. But yeah, we have we get raw milk and we can make our own. That's true. 
And um, Ula, by the way, we can't see you still. Still Ula. So go back to the on. iPad. Go back to the iPad. That was working yeah. great. Yeah, let's try that so we can get you on. Uh, so uh, speaking of a poll question, uh, less than half, less than half of the U.S. adults uh, have gotten a flu shot. It says forty-seven percent have gotten a flu shot. Well, that's sad that it's that high. If it's true, forty-seven percent. Um, uh, yes, know. the glass, the glass is half empty. Robert Scott Bell. <laughs> I'm just concerned about the 47% that got the flu shot. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Less than half. Dude, that's a good thing. Well, Less yeah, you're right. Half? 53% now, did. I, listen, okay. in the past, mm-hmm. we have seen numbers lower than this. Yes. Uh, over the years when we've talked about the flu shot. Yeah. But uh, less than half. I'll take less than half. Okay. 51% say they haven't been jabbed against the flu. 16% who haven't gotten jabbed say they intend to. See, that's disappointing. They, they, they I mean, it's going to, yeah, but a lot of those people are lying. Okay. They're 40, doing that just because the person's asking them the questions and they want to sound like they're, you know, they're being responsible. Right? Well, this next response 42% said they had the flu last winter compared to 55%. Of the, well, look, that 42% are obviously uh, anti uh, science because everybody knows nobody had the flu the last two, two and a half years. It took a vacation, y'all. It was co- everything was COVID. Don't you know? How do these people not get the memo? 42% saying they, they had the flu, right? Yeah, How about like this next one? Were. 52% of men and 43% of women. Uh-huh. Well, guys are stupid. Guys are dumb. We are not as smart as women. That's true. Oh, good. <laughs> we can see Ula now. So, yes, the, the women are smarter than the men. That's obvious. If it hasn't been made obvious, it will this hour with Leslie and Ula. Now, how about uh, this next one? This isn't a shock, is it? This should be embarrassing for Democrats, but 63% of Democrats versus 40% of independents and only 37% of Republicans have gotten the flu shot. Now, you you know, the, the, the hoity-toity leftist liberal elitist like to say that Republicans are knuckle-draggers, right? Oh, they're so stupid. Well, they're smarter than you, you hoity-toities. They're not getting the jab. They know better. Good for you, Republicans, in that case. Again, we're not claiming to be establishment Republicans or, or, or a member of any party, but the point is the principles are you a you know are you on board with the constitution do you want to see government limited back into its constitutional cage i don't care what you call yourself if you believe that that's something yeah that's a worthy uh thing to ascribe to or try to strive for so in addition to the poll question of not the day which is about eggnog uh and flu shots the one we just covered the fda apparently has just authorized a covid omicron jab for children as young as 6 months old and we were talking uh with Shemaine Nugent last hour and part of her discovery about the horrible things, atrocities that happen on this planet are the abuses of children around the planet and even you know, the trafficking that goes on through the southern border or elsewhere in the United States. It's horrific. It's horrible. It's, it's stomach-churning disgusting. Uh, yet we overlook the fact that the Fear and Death Administration and all of those in the medical community that support jabs for six-month-olds, how is that much different in terms of the, the, the abuse and disgusting attacks on innocent children. I know that's a controversial statement to say. I'm not making an equivocation. I'm just saying that this is as bad because this can kill and maim and destroy the possibility of that child, that soul, and that young body from being here and living a full and happy life. One that's, you know, why did God send them here? What is their mission? Is it to die of a COVID Omicron injection? And your government, if you call it that, is endorsing that. Many doctors are still endorsing. I know that there are a bunch that aren't. Again, look at the bright side. 
but I will acknowledge this story is disgusting as, as much as I'm disgusted by those who would do horrible things to children of the things you, you might not want to imagine. I think equally the abuse and medically medical rape is happening to all ages, but here innocent children that can't defend themselves and the parents that don't know better. Well, we need parents like both Ula and Leslie that do know better that speak out that are helping people and empower people like, like Shemaine was talking, speaking out as well. We need more of those. We need some men warriors too, but the women are amazing. They've led the way. And these are two that are doing it. Let's bring on Leslie Goody and Ula Tinsley, uh, rock stars within the Robert Scott Mel show family. There they are. And Leslie, where are your six girls and animals? Where are they today? Well, all the animals are dispersed except the cat. Yeah. And the kids are baking cookies so we can decorate them. Oh, so, of course, you had oh, to bring up cookies on my day of fasting. Thank you. <laughs> Super Don was being good. You're welcome. Just violated the right away. And and Ula, how are you doing? It's been a while since you've been on the show. Oh, I'm doing very well. Thank you. I I just wanted to say again, happy birthday to Leslie, the super mom, uh, superstar. I love the new podcast and everything about it. Like I can oh, relate to so you. many things that you mentioned on your in your first episode. I love it. Thank you, Ula. It's a big birthday present just being here with you. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Yeah, Ula, I was going to ask if you listened to it, and you, obviously you did. And yes. when I played it, you know, look, I've been in this so-called broadcast field for a long time. Yes, so I'm a little bit jaded, a little bit cynical, a little bit not expecting much, and not necessarily talking about you, Leslie, in that way. But I'm like. I don't know what to expect because I know you and you're wonderful. And you did this thing. Stay at home, mom podcast. It's new. From the moment I started hearing your voice and my wife, Nancy was here. We were, we were like looking at each other. My gosh. I know she's a star. She's, she's a star. natural. She's absolutely natural. Y'all are making me sweat and blush. <laughs> right? No. Well, James will have to handle that later. But uh, yeah. the reality is, Leslie, again, and we're not trying to inflate your head because I just want you to feel as great about yourself as you should considering yes, what you do and, and, and as honest and, and, and with integrity that you went forward in communicating what you did for those that haven't listened, you've got a treat in store for you when you do uh, listen uh, just right away, acknowledging, you know, as a, as a mom, what you're trying to do and feeling, you know, maybe what someone would perceive as failure. I didn't do as well as I could. I want to run out of this thing. Who hasn't experienced <laughs> that? Even some men might, but I'm like, Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> just blown away by it. So thank you, Leslie. No, thank you. I actually, was it Wednesday when you had Ty on and you were talking about how you had listened to the episode because you hadn't even told me you had listened to the episode. <laughs> so I'm hearing it for the first time and I started bawling and James oh. came home and I said, I've never felt more encouraged and heard in my entire life. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, James is okay. She's, he, he's not worried that you're going to get too big for your britches, so to speak, you know, I, no, I'm not capable it's yeah. extremely humbling to me. Like no, I just, I, I told my sister and she said, see, and you kept saying, nobody wants to listen to me. Nobody cares. Yeah, what I have to say. exactly. And what we, the, what did we tell you? Mm -hmm. It's like, no, like even when you were doing your little videos from the house, when you were moving house and traveling to the different yep. state and everything, it was just so uh, organic. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Ula has been encouraging me to do this for the last, what, three years, Ula? Yeah, <laughs> it's about been time. A while. Mm -hmm. It's about time, yes. Yeah. 
This is so, for me. I'm getting verklempt. You remember that word? <laughs> yes, I remember that from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yes. Uh, just, you know, seeing how this has all come together. You're like family to me. And what we do on the show, many of you out there in the chat room, many of you that don't participate in the chat room, maybe you feel it too. Uh, what we're able to do and establish community in a really strange new way through the electronic media. And occasionally we do and have gotten together. You know, it was so amazing to meet your girls for the cert first time when we were, uh, you know, outside the uh, Reawaken America tour that weekend. And, uh, and they of love course, that. They talk Rula, about it all the time. <laughs> Rula, you and your your family and your kids, your husband, Mark, you know, yeah. when we were together at, at some events as well. And you bring me organic pierogi. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm so blessed that I get this, this pie. I, really, it's not because of, what they say the way to a man's heart through his belly, right? I can't disagree with that, but you guys are so filled with love uh, as moms, as, you know, parents, as, uh, you know, all that you do that is just inspiring to me. It kind of, I'm getting a little teary eyed here. I'm trying to stay masculine. It's not working. Too much estrogen. I know. There's, oh, oh there's, yeah. there's estrogen. You, yes. you need it. You need it. You need a tissue, Robert. Tito, Tito, I need a tissue. You need, I need a tissue. Do you need a hug? Issue. You need a virtual hug. Are you okay there? Thank you. Thank you. So, so yeah, Leslie, I, I will, I, and I've already said this on the air too, but I, I second uh, and third what, what Robert has said there because it's, uh-huh. it's, it's great. But uh, rumor has it yeah. that uh, our Ula Tinsley is going to mm-hmm. be launching her podcast very soon, maybe as soon as next week. Is that true? Is that real? That is true. That Whoa. is true. Fingers crossed. We're in the process of recording uh, the first few episodes. Yeah. Uh, so this is going to be um, co-hosted with my husband. Oh, Mark. Mark going to be in on it. Oh, yes. Whoa. He's an uh, integral so part because it's the preacher and the Polish yeah. girl. <laughs> oh, here, you, here, I'll it's, tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You're gonna do. I'm still working on the intro. Okay. For the show. I sh- I'm going to work on that over the weekend. But All but right. I, w- I was thinking here, maybe for just a little bit of fun so you can kind of get an idea of what it's going to be about. I'm going to attempt to do a live read Ooh. of the podcast intro. Okay. Let's okay. go for it. All right. So here we wait, go. Wait, wait, hold on. Before you do that, Ula said the preacher and the Polish girl. Is that officially the name of the podcast? Well, yes, if you'd is. hold your dang horses, you'd find <laughs> out. I'm sorry. Robert I just heard it. Okay. All right. I set it's it up and you knock it down, man. Too excited. <laughs> All right, like so here, <laughs> here, here, here's what the intro is going to sort of sound like. Once upon a time, a small town boy from the south traveled across the ocean to the island of love called Cyprus. He grew into a fine young man on a mission to preach the gospel to the whole world. Then one day, when he least expected it, he met a Polish girl. Risking it all, he asked her out on a church date. It didn't take long before they fell in love and lived happily ever after. (laughs) Hold on, I missed the best part. They had a son, later diagnosed with autism, which changed everything. Then two years later, they welcomed a little girl with a heart of gold and a will of iron. They were missionaries and autism parents trying to keep the faith and sanity. Each week, they'll share their journey of love, faith, hope, special needs parenting, and everything else in between. Here is the preacher and the Polish girl. (laughs) I love it. That is something else. What a journey to to bring out to the world. 
And I had no idea Mark would participate. Now, uh, oh, yes. is, is James going to feel the pressure that, uh, you know, Ula's got her husband in on the podcast? Or he's going to go, no, I'm not interested. James and I actually recorded an episode already. Oh, look at <laughs> that. That is awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Yep. I just have to break it down into smaller chunks because we recorded for an hour. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. And so I'm going to have to break it up a little and do some editing because I couldn't even send the file to Don. It was exactly. too big. <laughs> oh, why? Well, yeah, Ula, we you know, when you, when you have that intro, a small town Southern boy, I, when I think of Mark, your husband, I don't think anything small. He's a big guy. <laughs> I was like, wait, is that the Believe it or not, he was, he was a pretty small boy um, yeah. when he was little. And then 14, 15 years old, just visit. Yep. Yeah, being yeah. a big boy. Anyway, yes. so, uh, folks, this is just, so as you can see, genuinely, uh, how excited I am uh, about what's happening here. And Super Don is too. Um, these things happen in their own time. You know, we have ideas about these things and, and you guys are coming out to the world with what, and I've perceived you, how special you, you both are and many of you out there that maybe haven't yet considered starting this. Uh, if we can be a way to get you out to the world, I'm, I'm just honored and just so pleased. Uh, this is just, a, you know, quite a journey that we're on. It goes places sometimes you never could have expected or perceived. Thank you. Yes, thank you. And thanks, Kevin because I wouldn't have even thought to reach out to Don. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I not mentioned it to Kevin. And he said, you know who's really good at that? Super <laughs> Don. He's really good at that. <laughs> yeah. It's my oh. hidden talent. I, I'm, and I'm actually, I'm having a lot of fun with this. It's, it's been many years since I've done something like this, but this is what I used to do. And uh, wow. I'm also, I've started working uh, in my off time, which is nuts. <laughs> you don't uh, with uh, Scott Shara. Mm -hmm. With our amazing grace, he just yeah. launched a podcast just recently. I'm also going to be helping out Cardio Miracle with a new podcast that they're coming out with. And I love wow. the creative process. That's just that's what I got into radio to do. And so it's kind of an outlet for me. I'll never, you know, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to figure out. I'm going to put the get, find the time to do it because it's something I really want to do. But you know, isn't that funny how that works? You know, it's like you know yeah. when, you, when it's something you're passionate about and you really like to do. Yeah, you find time to do it, don't you? Yeah, well, us husbands have a lot of times where we go, I just don't have time to do that. I don't know what that means. And then suddenly it's like, oh, wait a minute, but I have time to do that. Right. No, I got to edit this. And then our wives look at us and go, uh, really, you don't have the time? Really? So mm -hmm. I, I know I've been on the uh, receiving end of those stares and looks. Uh, I'm sure Don never has, but uh, you guys are awesome. Really awesome. And it's so exciting. Uh, we have some stories uh, on this show. I don't know if Super Don sent you and, and even some questions yes. of the day. I'd love to have you guys chime in on as well. The first story is about homesteading and and it's the from the homesteading hippie. And I was thinking mm -hmm. Leslie would be really primed for this one <laughs> because it lists 101 items to have. Now, we don't have to go through all 101 items, but I don't know in this article and it's linked up in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com. Are there any on this list that you're like 100%? Are there any on this list you're going, no, I, you know, because you're doing that kind of homesteading thing? Or or did you do like Ty Bollinger and not read it? Oh, <laughs> salt, you know what? cast iron, definitely cast iron, salt, uh, all the clothing, gloves, mm -hmm. hats, yep. pants. So Don jackets. sent this to me in my defense while I was driving. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was grocery right. shopping this morning. I had to do my momming before I could be here. Right. But see, that's as I'm scrolling through, I don't see anything on it. I'm in agreement with Ula. Okay. 
Right. A pretty good so list far. is what you're saying. Essential oils were mentioned, uh, filtration, water filtra filtration system, and of course, when there is no power, where um, you you need to uh, filter water, there are other systems, not just hydrogen water, but like, um, mm. of course, they have the tablets where you can put in the water and it cleans, but also uh, chlorine dioxide is the natural um, water purifying system, which wasn't mentioned there. Um, also the, I think it's zero water filter, which mm -hmm. has several different layers yeah, of gravity filtration system. Gravity filters, whether they're mm -hmm. Berkey's or other things. Yes. We, bought, we bought something that's equivalent that claimed to be better than a Berkey. I don't remember the name of it, but as a backup plan, right? If mm -hmm. you know, you've got to pour water from wherever you're getting it. Um, there was a, a, an article or this morning, somebody, uh, you know, my wife was listening to a podcast about it, um, that they're taking water from the aquifers in Utah and trying to refill the Great Salt Lake. Uh, and, you know, oh, it turns right. out it might be an ulterior motive to be able to get at the lithium. It has nothing to do with actually I revitalizing the Great Salt Lake. So there's a lot of the nefarious schemes uh, surround water and uh, mm -hmm. the abundance or lack thereof, particularly certainly in areas of people that live in the desert. Uh, so having access to water, uh, even if it's not being coming through your pipes, to have a way to purify it. So I think that is right. one of the most critical things on this list. I agree. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting that they say power tools, but you know, if we were ever in a grid down situation, unless you have <laughs> solar or wind turbine, you're not using a power tool. Does James right. have one of those old things that, you know, you look like the hand blenders, but they're actually uh, uh, drills where you, you do hand drill, right? Yeah, because he's a woodworker. Of course he yeah. does. He so, has everything. And that's wow. what I was looking. I'm like, is there anything on this list that we don't have? Is what I was looking for. French press mm -hmm. because we don't drink coffee. I don't think that's a necessity. <laughs> for me, it is. It is a, yeah. <laughs> this is the great thing about the Even for the that, coffee enema. Even yeah, if you don't drink course. it. But of course, you don't do coffee enema, which it's okay. You have no, to you, work I was close. You almost convinced uh, me at one point. Really? You know, I was thinking if that's the case, then Ula, you should talk to Super Don because I can't convince him. <laughs> really? You had to go there, did you? So uh, poll question of the day from Super Don, and I was teasing him because I called it lame, but he wants to know if you guys like eggnog. How do you feel about eggnog? I love eggnog. <laughs> I'm not big egg fan. Mm -hmm. uh, eggs always make me feel a little bit nauseous. So well, eggnog, you drink eggnog. It's not like you. It's like oh, mmm, eggs. But I mean, it's, it's not how it works. It's kind of eggy. You think so? Not really? Yeah. No, it has too much no. nutmeg and cinnamon. And my husband. I don't, where you, I don't know where you get your eggnog from. But. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. from the bottle <laughs> is eggnog made with uh you, you don't cook the eggs you raw egg it right nope it's raw oak just the oh. oak or the oak the yolk of the, the egg yolk? not the okay. yellow so the or yellow, the white part so the yellow part yeah. the white part's kind of slimy yeah. and nasty anyway so yeah so, the yolk so it's okay. heavy cream and then egg yolk sometimes Mixed people together. add water and mm -hmm rum flavor and lots of spices and i think it's my kids like it and i like it james thinks it's absolutely disgusting and it should not be consumed <laughs> really? that's exactly what i was saying the people either, yeah. either love it or they hate it i'm in the love it category i think it's delicious uh and they often make it too sweet they have organic ones pre-made yeah. for you now but they're all they're all pasteurized of course but if you can get mm -hmm. your own i don't know can you make it with goat milk leslie you can make it with any milk that has a heavy cream in it so okay. yeah yeah my goats cool. have high cream content in their milk nice 
Now, yes. Ula, and we you, have cows. Yeah, Ula, <laughs> as far as the homestead goes, I mean, I know the gardening thing is happening. I don't remember mm-hmm. if you've been doing more and more animals, chickens, or anything like that yet. Because we not yet, not yet. yet. Yeah, not yet. But I, I am planning on having a few chickens and my own eggs. And um, I was educated because I feel so dumb. Um, my friend has organic chickens and mm-hmm. uh, I was like, okay, so how do you deal with a rooster? Is it a crazy rooster? No, I don't have a rooster. I just have hands for eggs. I'm like, how do they lay eggs without a rooster where they are not fertilized? I'm like, no. They still need to so, make eggs. They don't need yes. to die, right? Although, no, they don't. <laughs> Leslie, I saw a post on social media of you being so proud of the rooster on the on the fence overlooking yes. the, the hens. Is that true? Yes, his name's Handsome. And he is a very good protector. So, And we actually have, how many roosters do we have? Five now. I, I wow. ate one. Oops. <laughs> he attacked me and he was done. Yeah. He was done. <laughs> yeah. He went in the box. And I gave one away to mm-hmm. a neighbor who stopped by and was upset because the fox had gotten hers. And I was like, here, take a rooster. Here's how um, Nice. Yeah. Just give them, giving them away. And then I have wow. three bantam roosters. So they're the little chickens mm-hmm. and they're all hilarious. They're more pets than anything, <laughs> but yeah, no chickens are born when they mm-hmm. hatch from their egg. The hens have all of the eggs in their bodies that they will ever lay. Yeah. That's amazing. So Yeah. They don't. I know stuff, but I didn't know that. Yeah. It took me, what, 40 something years to learn that. That's okay. That's my mom was like, how do you get milk from your goats? And I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, aren't there, they eat the grass and they produce milk, right? And I looked at her and said, they have to have a baby to produce milk. And she said, but aren't they like cows? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, mom, they're just like cows and all mammals. And they also and need to was, have baby cows, right? Yeah. And she that. was, I think, 64 mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> when we had that conversation. She grew up in the city and she was yeah. no contact with farm Same animals here. at all. She had no well, idea. I was talking about, you know, that was Shemaine, my, my bringing city selector early on. And so yeah. it wasn't part of my upbringing to be part of the farm and homesteading mm-hmm. and all of these things I've learned as an adult primarily. And, you know, we were putting them into play every, every day a little bit better. And we haven't, you know, leapt all the way to where Leslie is. And that's why, you know, I, I hope and pray that we can do the, like the RSB show family reunion next summer, because we can actually see firsthand how this is done a little bit. Yes. Yeah. We can get a lot more farm hands helping with all the chores. (laughs) At least for the weekend. Right. Yeah. No, I, I grew up in the city too. Mm -hmm. Um, We didn't move to the country until. Uh, probably nine years ago, eight, nine years ago. Oh, wow. And so very recent. James brought home chickens and then he brought home goats. <laughs> and <then> he's <laughs> like, we're planting a garden and yeah. tapping these trees and we're picking those grapes and we're making jam. And we, we literally just kind of jumped into it because he felt like we needed to move towards a more self-sustainable lifestyle. And so that's what we did in Michigan on our two and a half acres. It was completely self-sustainable. Every tree on wow. the property was either medicinal or edible. Wow. We had grapevines, fruit trees, um, a half acre garden. We had our chickens and our goats. So it was it was perfect, except mm-hmm. it was in Michigan. <laughs> so you're trying to recreate anew what you've experienced because you've had some experience to be able to do that. But it's starting yep. a little bit over because the land and property you're on probably didn't have all the same things you had in Michigan. 
No, actually the only thing we have here, I'm trying to think, we have black walnut trees that we can eat. Mm -hmm. And the rest is oak or maple. And they, they don't have sugar maple in Missouri. They're not yeah. native, only silver yeah. maple, which can still be tapped, but it doesn't produce the same sweetness in the syrup when you cook it down. So um, yeah, we're kind of starting all over mm -hmm. and expanding because now we have goats and sheep and cows and guineas and mm -hmm. 25 chickens. Wow. <laughs> it's a lot. That's awesome. So impressive. And, and Ulo, you know, we haven't had you on in a while and it's a new background. Are you like in a log cabin? What's behind you? Oh no, that's just my podcast back background. Your what background? It's, it's just a wallpaper. Oh, it's wallpaper. Gosh, that's a yes. good wallpaper to it's make gorgeous. it look right. depth and everything. I like it too. That is impressive. Well, wow. thank you. So you and Mark and, and the ministry, you know, the, the, what, yes. what you all dedicated your life to do. Yeah, I remember, you know, over the last couple of years, you had moved, um, you know, from where you were before to where you are mm -hmm. now. Are you, things growing nicely? Are you feeling settled? And in, in, in how, how are things oh, yes. developing there? Yes. And like I said, we have a great community here. And um, when one person is in need, the whole congregation just rallies around the person whether it is you know bringing some food or mm -hmm. uh, exchanging goods like um i can bring my kale because my kale grows out of control and it's beautiful organic yeah and then i get in uh, in return i get delicious tomatoes and cucumbers because my cucumbers were very pathetic this year <laughs> i don't know why but they were like nah -uh, not this year mm -hmm. tomatoes were wonderful yeah i don't know why it's, it's like weird yes so yes, we we exchange goods and um, yeah. Well, the the example of a, a community when you're in person with one another is fantastic. Mm -hmm. We've experienced it via uh, this show, right? We've had people in yes. and the community. You guys have rallied to help others, and others have rallied to help us and you. And uh, it's just an amazing thing that says, you know what? Life doesn't have to be all about what we hear, you know, in the media, all the negativity and all the things. And, you know, imagine that yeah. people can bring that into your life. They might even bring that into the ministry. And you now have to kind of, how do we take that energy that they're feeling and bring the spirit back into their life so they're not you know, drowning in negativity? Mm -hmm. And even praying for someone. And this is a good opportunity for me to step in as well and just uh, share my experience and skills that I um, received from Trinity uh, training and, you know, just uh, help people get better and uh, educate them on uh, the dangers of vaccines, for example, or other things like uh, there are other ways that you can do or when you have diabetes, there are other ways not just going for this horrible medication. Uh, to lower your blood sugar, but actually adjusting your lifestyle. And uh, for example, my father-in-law, he was having those weakness spells and was getting uh, pretty weak um, the last few months. And I was telling him, you know, you, I think you're very dehydrated. And I can see, you know, like even his ankles, his uh, skin, his feet. Uh, I, I, was, I was saying that I think it's your kidneys. So he started drinking and today we got the text and my husband got a call that he ran to the mailbox to pick up the mail and he's 83 years old. And um, simple changes like that, you know, just adding a little bit of water, extra water every half an hour, every hour, just a little bit of water, hydrate your body and boom, change is amazing. Ah, beautiful. And many times it is that simple. Mm -hmm. It is that basic. And, and th those are the things you do learn at Trinity, even more complex things, yes. of course, uh, with different reams. A lot more complex. Things. But yes. the simple stuff is not overlooked. 
Yeah, okay. but they always tell us to go back to the basics. Mm -hmm. Just remember foundations, foundations. Yeah. And uh, it stuck with me. Well, shout out to our friends at Trinity School of Natural Health, trinityschool.org and trinityhealthfreedomexpo.com. I think today is the day where the discounts expire for the uh, the um, mm -hmm. virtual expo in February, which you'd love to attend from wherever you are via the Whova app and, and then join us next year in October at the uh, next Health Freedom Expo. We do have an event coming up in January. The uh, I don't know, Super Don, if you have that up. Otherwise, uh, I'll give a minute. But um, are you, Ula, going to be able to come down to any events or be part of any of the events coming up? You I don't know, know yet. If if I am to attend, it's going to be just last minute decision because right now uh, everything. Now I started homeschooling both children, uh, so yeah. again, that's going to be like ooh, big challenge. Yeah. And Leslie, of course, if you to go to any event, you you I, you had this big what fifteen passenger whatever to come to dinner with us at that farm to table restaurant. That was something else. It's only twelve passengers. It's only twelve. Okay. <laughs> But we're a family of eight. If we want to bring anybody with us, we need more. So yeah, it is my true. husband was hesitant though, because every time we did like upgrade a seat in yeah. our vehicle, we had another baby. So oh gee, I'm yeah, hopefully we, we did right. this as a step of faith. Yeah. Wow. Well, you're hanging, yeah. hanging tight with those six dynamic girls. All right, Super D, you got the image. There it is. Uh this is January 5th through the 8th, actually. It says seventh and eighth, but we're gonna start mm -hmm. on the fifth. In Orlando, Florida, I believe at the Hyatt there, uh, Mickey Willis has been added now. Uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, as we said, Judy Mikovits, and uh, a whole host of other awesome people. Billy D, a lot of friends uh, that will be joining us there. In uh, I, I think for the sake of um, Lorelai, who has a question of the day or a comment of the day, I think that I'd, I'd seen recently, uh, comment of the day, um, Ed Group is going to be there. So she might want to cover her ear when Ed talks because he's a big fan of the thing we can't say. Uh, because you don't, if you share the podcast, <laughs> you talk about it, it's like, oh my gosh, people are going to be embarrassed. But uh, we, we don't limit ourselves in that way. But I do respect people that have limits in terms of what they want to hear. Uh, but we do broadcast, not narrowcast. So, Super Don, do we have the comment of the day ready? There it comes. Or no. no Look at don't. that. It froze. It froze up. <laughs> That's odd. Look at that. It yeah. said nope. That is super yeah. cool. Yeah, a little green action. I love that. Let me here. Let me see. Here, hold on. It's okay. Since it's already screwed up. All right. Uh, how about uh, this one? There it is. Comment of the day, and it's right there. Go full screen on that so I can read it. That's a lot. Uh, this is from Lorelai, our friend. Here's a quote from a doctor in this news report at one minute forty seconds in. I think we. we I don't know. We might even have it to play. Do you, do you want to play that clip and then we'll read the rest of it? Super D? I don't, again, I, we didn't rehearse this part of it. I'll just say. Yeah, here we go. Dr. Amy Edwards is a leading infectious disease specialist at University Hospital's Rainbow Babies and says measles, if it doesn't kill you, drastically alters your immune system and can cause brain damage. But it also hurts all of the other children who aren't old enough to get the vaccine or who are immunocompromised. You know, there's so much wrong with that little video clip. Uh, mm -hmm. and Lorelai knows it. That's why she sent this in. And we're going to talk to you guys about it too. I mean, they, they were like measles. The only options is it kills you, causes you brain damage. And if it doesn't do that to you, it'll do it to somebody else. So get your measles shot. So, uh, Lorelai says as someone who has had measles and whose siblings and playmates had measles as well, never went to the doctor when we had it. It's hard for me to conjure up the fear and, st and, uh, the statements intended to, this is intended to create. 
20 hospitalizations out of, uh, what, 56 cases concerning those. So either measles has mutated into a more virulent situation. Hospitalizations are precautionary or kids' immune systems are far weaker than their grandparents. Maybe all of the above. She says, I noticed last night that ABC News reported cases were in kids who were not fully vaccinated, quote unquote, raising Mm -hmm. the bar once again since the second dose of MMR is given four to six years old if I'm reading the vaccine schedule correctly. It seems to me that it used to be the first dose conferred protection and the second dose was a booster, continued protection, but you were still considered vaccinated if you kept to the CDC schedule. This use of the term fully vaccinated, quote unquote, communicates that your child isn't protected until they get the second dose. These doses are given three or more years apart. Aren't we supposed to be using the term up to date? In fairness, she says, it does seem that most of these cases in one Ohio county, and there are two counties involved, are unvaccinated. The reporter is in this uh, YouTube report, used the term partially vaccinated. Either way, this is giving the vaccine a pass by assuming it doesn't protect until the second dose. Lorelai, it's it's so much worse than that in terms of what the the so-called measles vaccine has done. Uh, It's not just measles, it's MMR, measles, mumps, and rubella. uh, But it's wiped out what we call a naturally acquired uh, immune maturation process, which the, the, the lady in that video clip there, says oh well it's only brain damage or immune compromise Mm -hmm. which is like i I almost can't even comment on how stupid that that statement is how not scientific that statement is again it's the fear propaganda and i like what lorelei said because kids are uh, suffering with a lower immune system in general nowadays like even a simple cold can turn into uh, rsv or any other upper respiratory infection, which before, you know, you would have cold or even flu and you would be two, three days in beds uh, with some soups and loving tender care uh, and uh, you would be fine. But nowadays it's like, you know, uh, there are hospitalizations like even children that we know um, ending up in hospital with flu, um, COVID and stuff like that. But yes, measles, um, we know that measles, for example, uh, when you acquire measles naturally uh, as a child, as a woman, as a girl, uh, as a woman, when you grow up, uh, that measles, childhood measles actually protects you from ovarian cancer and uh, different other cancers, but especially against ovarian cancer. And uh, there's been a lot of research done on that. So, of course, when you get vaccinated, um, you destroy the natural um, immunity to measles by, you know, getting sick. And, of course, when you get sick as an adult, it can be very serious. Yeah. Yeah. And, Ula, what you say also relates back to um, one of the statements in that little video clip, like the vulnerable that are too young to get the shot. Mm. It it used to be when you had it, Ula, Mm -hmm. your maternal antibodies, as they call that, the innate immunity that happens would be transformed or transferred into that baby. So for that vulnerable time, they Mm -hmm. had a natural coverage. Now they've wiped that out. So what she's complaining or or crying about in that video clip is in fact induced by modern medicine's penchant to violate the natural order of the universe via Mm -hmm. injection and create Mm -hmm. a scenario where the vulnerable used to not be vulnerable because they had that passed down from mother to child. Mm -hmm. Again, another abuse. 
Right. And again, they are discouraging um, uh, for moms to stay home and uh, nurse the baby until baby's one, maybe even older, um, big enough to handle any viral infections or bacterial infections. But um, what they are doing now is pushing equality, uh, work, career equality and all this nonsense. Uh, so mother, you know, stays at home with a baby three, four weeks, maybe up to three months and then baby's on formula. And actually uh, breastfeeding is kind of looked down on and mocked. And we've got those amazing formulas and rich milk with all those minerals and uh, probiotics and everything else that the baby needs that you cannot provide. Nonsense. That makes me so angry. Yeah. Yeah. And what we're seeing is it's an epidemic because all of these parents who are now having children, they were the vaccinated generation. They are the mm -hmm. ones that were getting the MMMR. MMMMMMMR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones that had the vaccine. So they don't have this really shatters their whole theory that vaccines are effective, right? Because mm -hmm. we are supposed to now have lifelong immunity to mm -hmm. this thing which if we, that were the case, then we would be passing that immunity down to the next generation yeah. when in fact we're passing nothing but illness and broken DNA. Sure. They yeah. destroyed uh, the natural order of humanity by their arrogance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah. as I, you know, as I say, and we talk about it being a spiritual war, I mean, this is man trying to outdo creation, man playing God in medicine and, and the women Absolutely. also doctors participate in it. Uh, and it's not a good thing, even though they go, oh, man, the most amazing thing the man has ever done is created vaccines. Uh, no, mm. you've created chronic, debilitating, degenerative conditions. Uh, Lula, your son is one of those yep. that is a victim of uh, the arrogance of medical man to create right. a scenario of a beautiful soul. And your son is amazing, yet harmed in terms of the physical functioning of this soul, mm -hmm. to be able to communicate through this body, this gift, this temple. And yet it's corrupted, not by God, but by man in this case. Yes. And, you know, that's exactly you, right. That's why you, you guys are so valuable, too, for the, the, the entire community, because of your experience with your son, your, your husband and you, and mm -hmm. what you're sharing to the world with this pending podcast. Mm -hmm. And it's it really hurts when, uh, you know, people are trying to silence your voice because this is the uncomfortable truth. And of course, they are calling our truth, our facts, our experience, a lie, and uh, that we are anti-vaxxers or whatever. No, we, we were very much pro-vaxxers. That's why our son was hurt. And that's why we have all those consequences to deal with and uh, repent of. And that's why I will be shouting from the rooftops of every building if I have to, uh, warning other parents like please get educated on the vaccines before mm -hmm. you let your child get hurt and especially now with this covid vaccine being pushed approved by fda for children six months yeah. and up to five years old and so on I we mean, have a we have actually have a video clip of a pediatrician that was at the uh, ron, ron johnson hearing senator johnson mm -hmm. hearing the other day uh asking you know a very pointed question as a pediatrician what are we doing here with these shots? Why are they available here in the United States? What are we doing? Uh, Superdon, if you have that, go ahead and play that clip. You know, as a pediatrician, I have to speak to the health of our nation's children. And um, we are being asked to inject this product into our nation's kids who have essentially a 0% risk of harm. Um, when I bring up with families that other reputable countries have banned this, they're stunned. They haven't heard this from our mainstream media. and. Um, I do think we need to pause for a second and distress how 
relevant that is, other nations have banned this product because it's too dangerous for younger people. What are we doing? You know, it's interesting what I heard there at one point. She said other reputable nations have banned this product. Mm-hmm. And why Sweden, that jumped out Denmark. to me, it's like, oh, yeah, you go to these <laughs> countries that are like, well, they're first world countries. They have great science and medicine and, and mm-hmm. they've banned it. And to me, what I hear is a little bit of a, a medical elitism, because what if Zimbabwe banned it? They're not a reputable country. You know, right. name a country yeah. that you don't. Oh, they're not reputable. They would dismiss it. I don't know if that's a little bit of a old school colonialism coming through, but I mm-hmm. hear it. I'm sensitive to that. That doesn't mean everybody is that way. I think it's sort of endemic to the uh, elitism within medicine, which is part of who's up there. Did you notice that there were no naturopaths and no homeopaths and no herbalists and uh, still not invited? So I, I don't mean to be complaining about it. I'm just pointing out that there's still only one side of the equation commenting on the very thing that they participated in being mm-hmm. a d- disaster that they're a part of. Yeah, absolutely. And like we, um, we know that, uh, I think it was uh, Plotkin's uh, deposition when he was testifying um, on this trial uh, about vaccines and the trials, mm-hmm. uh, how many embryos, how many babies were actually sacrificed or used for science. Um, and he was talking about those experiments, I think it was Hungarian orphans uh, so it wasn't just uh, African-American, not African, African children or, um, you know, other third world countries, um, countries. It was just uh, Hungarian orphans or uh, children that were just discarded as, you know, yeah, you can use them for experiments. It was horrible. All right, we have a question of the day coming in as well. And uh, while we have both of you here, we can both, all of us chime in on it. I've, I've got a, a take on it as well. This is from Beth. Hi, Robert Superdon, and I'll say Leslie and Ula. I daily listen to your awesome show. Your show has been, has the most positive energy and it is so uplifting. Ah, that's very kind of you, Beth, to say so. I have a question. My brother, age 61, is all natural and uses many of the supplements you recommend from Choose to Be Healthy's Whole Food Selenium, Whole Food Chromium, Alta Silica, etc. He tends to get earwax, and he has so much earwax that he has to have an allopathic doctor periodically flush his ears. Since he wants to avoid going to the allopathic doctor in the future, he's wondering how to prevent the earwax buildup. Are there any foods to eat or foods to avoid to prevent it? And are there any preventive supplements, herbals, homeopathics, et cetera, to prevent earwax, et cetera? Thank you all for all that you both do. P.S. Loving the new Robert Scott Bell Podcast Network. Leslie's first episode of Stay at Home Mom was so encouraging and heartwarming, truly honoring the importance of stay-at-home moms. I look forward to her future episodes. It was a really a blessing <clears throat> to listen to both Leslie and have Hava Levi on the show this week. Thank you again, Beth. Ah, so more praise for Leslie. In the meantime, what do you guys or gals say about the question about earwax issues? We've actually had that issue with our girls a couple times and our chiropractor suggested a white egret oil with mm-hmm. garlic and mm. to put a couple drops in with a cotton ball and let it set in there for 20-ish minutes every night until it just loosens it up and it'll fall out on its own. Mm-hmm. But he also recommended that for earaches, which typical 
earaches happen because there's compressed earwax or too much buildup in there anyway. Mm -hmm. And it just fosters, you know, all of the mm -hmm. yucky stuff. I, I personally <laughs> so. experienced this issue from time to time. I remember when I was a kid, my dad would go into the ENT uh, to get the, his ears irrigated and basically mm -hmm. just flush it out with water, yes. you know, and, and yeah. I went one year cause I saw that was my dad doing it. And I'm like, I'm going to the ENT. And I remember he was like a family friend. Uh, was it Dr. Zweig? I, I think I remember. And I went there, sat on the table. He says, what are you here for? I just want to get my ears irrigated. Like my dad, he's like looking at my ears going, get out of here. What are you doing here? I, was like, I didn't know. You just do it. Well, it's kind of like moms. You do what your mom did. You don't know why she did it. Like the pan was so small. That's why she did it. Yeah. So that was a funny memory from that. But I do, do have that in, in um, Super Don. Do you have that uh, website up? I, I linked to you. You remember Doc Harmony? She was featured, is featured, in fact, in Unlock the Power to Heal. And uh, Doc Harmony has a website. Here it is. I think it's HarmonyCone.com. And Healthy Energy, Amazing Life, it, it's Heal. And scroll down a little bit. Let me see some of the things that pop up here. Uh, you see the mullein oil is excellent. That's an option there. Uh, there is, in this case, uh, she's got an earwax removal system. There's a homeopathic uh, remedy that you take orally for earwax buildup. Uh, and, of course, the ear candles that I highly recommend that can dry out the ear naturally. Uh, so uh, it's if Superdon, I don't know if you were able to link it to the question of the day, but I, if you can add that link for people to get the things that are there, because she, she was asking about safe natural products, and they she, that's one of the specialties of Harmony, Doc Harmony. So uh, check that out as well. And uh, Ula, any experience with earwax in, in your family? Is it like Shrek coming out your... Yes, and even in my own family, uh, I had to use actually hydrogen peroxide mm -hmm. and the uh, syringe that has Watch the it. end that goes, yes, in every angle. Mm -hmm. So basically, I put three drops, three, four drops of hydrogen peroxide, 3% yeah. um, in the ear. You lay down on the side, uh, you wait 15, 20 minutes, it starts uh, bubbling up. up. Yes, yeah. and it makes the funny noise in your ear when you lay down. And it's like, <laughs> yes. So, uh, but apparently, it's funny, it's uh, pleasant. It's not really annoying. Uh, and then uh, the wax gets loose. It melts, basically. Then you take over the sink with a bowl and just flush clean water. It comes out. All the yuckiness comes out. Mm -hmm. And then until the water comes out clean, then you dry your ear. Then you do repeat on the other ear. And you can do it once a week, every other week, as often as, uh, as needed. Mm -hmm. But uh, then the wax tends to build up less. All right. Excellent. And mm -hmm. do you guys yet have the silver pillow, the silver right pillows? Oh, yes. You have it, Ula? My, my son stole my husband's pillow, so now we need to order one for my husband okay. because he just loves it. <laughs> well, thank goodness that the holiday deal is still on. Uh, Lisa's a sweetheart. She's made it available. If you use the code RSB22 at silverrightglobal.com, and I think we have the banner still up, you get a $149.99 pillow for $99.99. Uh, plus everybody that buys between now and Christmas, we're going to enter into a drawing and we're going to give away a free, a whole pillow, you know, a free pillow. So you might win more than the one you get. And so they order it before pillow. Christmas, Ula. Yes, <laughs> definitely. And they have the, the, the beds for the pets as well. And uh, it, all of the other stuff that they sell, you can use the RSB 20 code to get 20% off. So uh, I'm just saying Super Don loves it. I love it. I, this is not a there's no, there's no hype about it. It's one of those things when and I talk about the sinus stuff a lot, people that have mm -hmm. the sinus issues, you don't know what's growing in your pillow. Ooh, Honestly, yes. Even feather pillows and natural fiber. It's like this K-pop stuff is different. 
and the silver mm-hmm. thread makes all the sense in the world. I'm like, why didn't I think of that sooner? So uh, just uh, I would love that everybody in the audience would enjoy that because you'll sleep so much yeah. better. And the husbands out there that are snoring, it's a big part <laughs> of the congestion is what you're breathing in on your pillow every night. And so yes. a real simple solution there, silverite. Uh, all right. So what else we got? We just got a couple of minutes before we're wrapping up. It's been amazing heading into the weekend with with you two. I love it. I love being with Leslie. I love being with you both. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. True. Yes. <laughs> So, Ula, are you are you going to be b- b- baking any really amazing things for the holidays coming up? Yes, you know there will be pierogi, of course, mm. uh, all kinds. But my husband wants more spicy uh, pierogi this time, so I'm mm. going to make some very spicy mushroom pierogi. I'm going to mm, yeah. be making the poppy seed, sweet poppy seed, uh, with noodles or with rice. Mm-hmm. I haven't decided yet. With uh, raisins and um, orange zest. Mm-hmm and honey so it's very rich very sweet i i take it as a dessert but of course it comes as part of the meal on christmas eve traditional christmas eve so That's a and hunter's stew yes and then hunter's stew which is um cooked sauerkraut with sometimes some people add plums dried plums uh i don't like with the plums i think it's uh, sour enough on its own and um i just add maybe a few mushrooms chopped mushrooms uh, some onion, fried onion, and then I, it cooks slowly, right like that. for two days. On my so day of fast, I had oh. to ask. Oh, wow. did you ask? dude, it's all your fault. You <laughs> I am now, that like, ready I'm to break making me fast, hungry too. To be honest, I'm like, I'm, Ula, thanks a lot. Oh, look, Mark is, is in the chat room. Look at that. I love Mark's oh, comment. <laughs> spicy wife pierogi, spicy pierogi, spicy wife, and spicy pierogi. Yes, Mark, you you did very well. Uh, and uh, we're so looking forward to the new podcast. If I said this right, the, say this right, The Preacher and the Polish Girl? Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, and Mark to- is obviously working extra points because uh, he did all the dishes while I was in the shower. And now he's bragging on me. I mean, I think it's going to be a good episode. Well, he's making us look bad. <laughs> I'm just Smart getting man. annoyed with him right now. <laughs> you know, doing all that wonderful stuff, Mark. Well, love you too, and I love all y'all for being here. And what a wonderful way to head into the weekend today. Between, uh, we should do this more often. I like I, this absolutely. I like more this of a, more of a casual Friday type thing. We could have. Did you guys enjoy Shemaine? Was she amazing? Oh my she, goodness, she was awesome. awesome. Yeah, I had no idea who she was or uh, me Ted. either. Um, well, I think Ted I, is I, a rock star. Right, uh, Mark didn't teach you about Ted Nugent. He probably knows. He's I, a legend. He's he an wouldn't icon. admit it if he yeah. did. That's the problem. Yeah. The yeah. Motor City Madman, Ted Nugent. Yeah, seriously. That's Ted Nugent. Never you need, you need to go, twice. when we're done here, your yeah. homework assignment Uh-oh. is mm-hmm. you need to go to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Robert, what, yeah. what song would you suggest? Free For All or Stranglehold? Oh, my. This None of these are good for church. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> we're not going to play no, it in church. Rock and roll. Okay, yes. No, no. Yes. It's, it's the spirit of rock and roll. But, again, remember, Ted doesn't smoke or drink. I mean, he's a clean yes, guy, but yeah, he's that. a rock and roller, and he believes in America. And according to what he said, he never has. Yeah, isn't that fascinating? Yeah. So that's rare. Awesome. In that rock way. and roll star that's never smoked cigarettes or drank alcohol or done drugs. Yeah. And a bow hunt. I mean, that's he's amazing. awesome. He's amazing. I, I've <laughs> I mean, sent uh, an email, and I'm hoping we can get him on the show. It would be great. You let to him know him we just had Shemaine on. Yes, right? I did. Okay. I did. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think Shemaine is wonderful. I can't wait to connect with her again. Maybe do her podcast, which would be amazing. And maybe she might have you guys on now that you're going to be podcast stars. 
There you Although, go. Awesome. Although, yeah. Ula, you know, I know how how great you're going to be. I'm a little nervous for Mark. Is he is he okay? He feels good about it. <laughs> I'm I'm more intimidated having yeah. Mark with me because you know he's a native, so yeah. his English will be perfect. And well, here he, I'll be throwing some made up words, sounding American, but they're not. Does, does he tease so you like I tease you occasionally on the Polish English stuff? He no, do he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't. Never, He's ever. Much kinder than I am. Are you kidding me? Right. So, uh, and I'm teasing about Mark because obviously, as as a preacher guy, dude, he can he can communicate really well. He's the rocking wrestling yes. preacher, so he's he's okay. I don't want this show to end. I want to take a break and come back and do more. But if you guys have to run, you have to run. But we'll see who comes back after the 60-second pause. Thank you for being here. Shout out to our friends at UK Health Radio. God's honest truth. You tell them what I try to tell them every hour. Leslie. The power to heal is it's yours. Really yours. <laughs> so I'm looking at the uh, comments from Mark, <laughs> and he's like, "I knew Ted Nugent. I knew who he was, and uh, he was a big Aerosmith fan." He says, "And oh um, yes." Alice Cooper was clean living too, but Alice Cooper went woke on the COVID stuff. Ted Nugent did mm. not. Uh, Good. So yeah. Unfortunately, they are. but yeah. So look, Mark was a big Aerosmith fan. My daughter loves Aerosmith. Uh, apparently, Steven Tyler's been ill. They have uh, like a thing in Vegas oh. on, and they've had to cancel again for the second time uh, because. Let me mm. show you something. Here? Yeah. What do you got? What do you got? Where are you going a with hand. that camera? A hand? <laughs> Where are you going with Hold that? On. Oh, sign. You have an is autograph. It? Autograph. It is. Oh, that's man. Steven Tyler. What is? is yeah, that? that's yeah. <laughs> is it signed too, or is it just for? It, it is signed. signed. It is. Yep, right there. And that's legit, it. legit uh, verified signature right there. Yes, it is. Oh, that is. Oh sweet. man, awesome. Where do you get that? Who got you that? That was uh, a gift for. I think it was. Was it last Christmas? I mean, I've I've got that. I've got my Beach Boys album signed by the Beach Boys. There. Awesome. Oh man. I've got my Magic Johnson signed one over there. Mm -hmm. Wow. Big Magic Johnson fan. And this won't reach the other side. I've got the uh, 49ers, uh, Joe Montana, and and whoever else the other guy was. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, wow. Was it Dwight Clark that caught it? Yeah, Aerosmith. Uh, that's, that's my wife's favorite band of all time. We actually went and saw them. That's what we did for our honeymoon. Hmm. We saw them oh. uh, play down How in cool Southern California. That? Yeah. Dude, you're standing again. Yet earlier you were sitting. Your 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 desk. And I have not been sitting. What are you talking about? No, no, no. Earlier, before the show, when I was oh, you. before we went live. Because yeah. I have one of those things too, but mine doesn't work really well going up and down. So I just leave it up, and then I have a stool. So when I, if I want to sit like in bonus round, I, I'm sitting up higher. Um, yeah. Yours really works. And again, this is thanks to all of y'all and your support, the the patron supporters, those that donated to help us get you know, and we've get, still got some more upgrades to go that we're going to be doing with the, the, the donations, which are amazing. Uh, and I'm going to be like, uh, see that nice comfy chair way back there. I'm hoping to set up a secondary mm -hmm. interface where I can just chill out. Did you get the webcam for that, by the way? I did. You, the webcam came yeah. in. Uh, so so it, you still need there. to break out the tape measure. Yeah. I've got to get a long USB. And we need to see how long, device. how long it, the cord needs to be and we'll get one. Yeah. Don't Fireside chats with Robert Scott Bell. We'll see what happens. Hey, by the way, do you like? Um, do you guys or gals? Since you're here, uh, my wife is biased. I don't know which way, but like, <laughs> you like the the um, the glasses? I got these round ones or these big orange ones? 
Or do I you like, like the round ones? Ooh. I like Show the, me the, the yellow ones. These, these are the these yeah. are all the amazing blue blockers, and I and again I'm still waiting for the website so we can help promote them because they're a family yeah. out in the Carolinas near you, Ula, and they do just such good work with the glasses and the blue blocker technology. I want to support mm -hmm. them, and they support the Red Pill Expo and G. Edward Griffin, good people. So that's the the rounder ones. I'm not used to this still, but some people seem to like them. And yeah, I'll just roll with them. Man. They look cool. better on you, I think. Okay. And I got glasses, but I don't need them. All the time, I just need them for looking far off because I'm yeah. apparently a little bit short-sighted. <laughs> what did you say about being short? I mean, sighted. Uh, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I ha hold on. I have one of those. I have one of those. Hold on. You? There we go. You got a rim shot. There you go. Very nice. Yeah. It's not short-sighted. It's either nearsighted or far-sighted. Short-sighted. Okay. See, that's, that's Polish English, though. You got to love that. There you go. Yes. There you go. That's a new term because far-sighted, okay, nearsighted. And short-sighted. Yes. Long-sighted. <laughs> I said long-sighted. Like, what do you call the, the long, long lights? The, the long bright lights? lights. The bright lights? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I call them the long lights because long you can light. see them for a long time. <laughs> okay. That's so funny. That's adorable. You're the cutest. But that's, I'm translating directly from Polish because in Polish, mm -hmm. the bright lights, we don't call them bright. We call them long. So that's mm. why I translate oh. from Polish. Mm. So my brain is still... A little bit Very wonky. Cool. You have you know five languages, four. It, it depends. I mean, now that I haven't practiced, mm -hmm. like my Spanish is really rusty. Um, my daughter now is uh, learning French, so I am showing off that I know a little bit of French, but I never learned French. I just no. picked it up. Um, but yes, I started learning German before I started English. So, but I never liked the language. It's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Well, Ula, you know, when I tease you about your Polish English, it's just because I'm kind of jealous of my inadequacies from a, uh -huh. a language perspective. So, you know, it. We're impressed. Sit and listen to her talk for mm -hmm. hours. I'm, I'm like, trying. You just talk all the time. She probably hates. She probably hates her voice. You know. I do. She I probably does. does. And I, do. I don't know. And I hate my accent. Like when I'm talking to you guys, I feel like I'm. I sound like y'all. Like yeah. you guys, you do. Like you do. Very American, y'all, y'all, y'all. Yes, no, okay. I live in the south now. Okay. Ooh, I remember your your accent is endearing. You know any? No. Know, it is, and so we it love is. it. It's and and how about you, Leslie? When you hear your voice, do you you're like, oh, I don't like my voice. You, yeah. You have no yeah. I can't listen. That's really hard for me to have to go back and listen to my podcast to try to edit some stuff out before mm -hmm. I send it to Don. And then James wanted to listen to the first episode. I was like, turn that off. I don't want to hear it. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, why? He said, you've already heard it. Why do you want to hear it again? You I don't want to hear it. Put your earbuds in. <laughs> that's something that you have to overcome. But I, I will say this again about what you've done, Leslie, is you brought the spirit of authenticity and genuineness yes. and, and, and sincere love. And it, and it just resonates in what you do. So whatever you judge your voice to sound like, because, you know, I can make fun of you as a Michigander and the, the sound that you make in the Midwest, it's acute to me. But the reality is it's just so much more than that. Even though, again, we can listen to our own voice and go, oh, I don't like it. But the reality is what you're bringing is your essence through it. And God made that that way. So just be grateful for it and try not to be so harsh on your self-judgment. You too, Ula, about your voice because it's lovely and wonderful. Thank you, thank you. But I loved like the beginning of um, the episode, Leslie's episode, "Runaway Mom," and it was like just 
every mom can relate. Oh doesn't matter God. if you're a homeschooling mom, if you're staying home mom, if you're a working mom, it's like, that's exactly how we feel. Okay, that's it. <laughs> I run I'm away. Gone. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because I said it. I actually said those words and after I said it and we went through that whole thing, I thought, <laughs> I'm going to just record this whole thing. So I sat down and I started doing that. And one of my twins ran out the door crying because she thought that's what I was saying, that I was going to oh, run away. Really? <laughs> so apparently it was convincing enough. Wow. <laughs> and I had to call her in. I said, I'm just doing a recording for the podcast. I'm not, le <laughs> I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not upset. Yeah. She's like, I thought you were really saying you were moving away. Like oh, that would bless. last two seconds before I was like, oh, I can't be away from my kids for this long. Well, and you could have pushed back and said, well, I will if you don't behave like I want you. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, okay, mom, whatever you say. Make cool. me a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. right. Proof they would be like, sandwich. whatever. <laughs> uh, DJ Katie says she was like that about her voice until she became a DJ, and you just kind of get used to it. You do yeah. get used to yeah. it. And it, it yeah. is weird at first. I agree. When I first started, it's like, you know, what is going on here? And you it's just got to get beyond it and just say, all right, what is the essence of what I'm trying to communicate? How do I want to be better? How do I get better at it? And it's all about actually doing it. And you yes. find that you're Laban better. told me too. Apparently I am really hard on myself. And Ula, I challenge you to do the same thing that he challenged me to. Mm -hmm. Not to say anything negative about yourself at all. And instead of most people have like a swear jar in their house mm -hmm. for people who swear growing up, we had a shut up jar that you weren't allowed <laughs> to say shut up. So if you said shut up, you had to put a dollar in. Um, mm -hmm. But he told me you have to put a negative speech jar. So anytime you say something negative, you have to figure out your dollar amount and put that amount into that jar. And after oh. a while, you're going to realize how painful it is <laughs> to say something negative about yourself. And that was... Uh -huh. Ooh, when he said that to me, he, I don't realize, I think that I say such negative stuff about myself. Mm -hmm. And as I was talking to him, he kept saying, well, why do you say that? Well, why do you say that? Why do you say that about yourself? Mm. I Leslie, don't know. I guess I'm just a little self-deprecating. <laughs> I got to get, I get Laban back on the show. They're down in Mexico. I miss him. We had such a great time the couple of months they were here with us. And he's really a champion when it comes to that. Isn't he? I mean, to say no negative self-talking. You're like, Really, not even a little. No, not even not a little. Because what it does doesn't and, allow even the slightest. <laughs> yeah, I and I wow. think Ula. Yeah, yeah. And this is now the pressure's on you uh, to stop mm. any of that too. Yeah. And and I wonder where it is. And I and I brought this up to him. What, what you know the 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 silliness of what we call self-deprecation. I don't think it's the same thing. You know, humor, right? You make mm -hmm. that sense versus you kind of sense like I really don't like my or when I you know. And, and, right. and I recognize, too, though, in when we're criti critical of ourselves, critiquing, right? Because you're uh -huh. doing the podcasting. You hear certain mannerisms, vocalisms, like the um, you knows. And That's, so and I say so, so a lot. <laughs> right. So these are delay tactics. And you find out the pause and silence is much more efficient. And then you can communicate so much better. None of the distractions of that. So in that way, there's yes. fair critiquing of yourself. And I, I listened to my show back in the day for the purpose of learning that. So that mm -hmm. when people say, wow, you communicate amazing. You just get up on stage. You, you, there, those vocal mannerisms I've kind of practiced my way out of. And that sometimes just takes that level of practice. It doesn't happen the first time, the second time, whatever. But moving forward, continuing to drive through it, uh, it's amazing. That's yeah. a great tip. Yeah, I had a high school mm -hmm. English teacher. We had to get up and do speeches. And that was 
he was very careful about making sure we didn't say, um, a lot or, mm-hmm. you know, you know, or certain, there were certain <laughs> things in the nineties that everybody said, like, like, a like, lot. Yeah. and so when I get, got up and I gave my speech, I was very cognitive of whether or not I used those words. So using, um, isn't something that I use a lot because I was trained when I was 17 to not do that, but I filled it with other things. <laughs> and so <laughs> I fill it with pie. <laughs> you do. When I can. When I can. Whenever you can. Yeah. Whenever you can. Look at you. you you're bringing up all this food stuff. I know. I know. And he's the hungry he's one. Hungry. I don't get it. Yeah. Your own worst enemy today. I tell you, Ula's description of the pierogi, I got a lot. I don't think I can manage making it through till Sunday. I made some for my birthday and sent them to me. Oh, yeah. That would have been lovely. And it is your birthday. Happy birthday. Yes, it is. Number I know. 44. Thank what you. a special day for you to take yes. time to be with us. 32. Leslie just turned 32, 32? today. Mm-hmm. Well, she certainly looks 32. I know. I'm no Not doubt even. About that. 28. Like all of the women today, you and you guys, of course, included, look so far younger than the chronological age that you have. It's ridiculous. Oh, and and, it's and the it's, Lord in us, I'm telling you. Yeah. The oh, yes, I, like that. I agree. Something that Shemin said, she said, just be where God points. She wanted to just be where God points me. Mm-hmm. I just want to be where he Wayne points said that, me. Yes. And, that's, yeah. and that's exactly how I felt. I actually wrote that down because that's the that's whole reason the, I started mm-hmm. doing the podcast. I just want to go in the direction that he's leading me. But if if I look any younger and if anything wise comes out of my mouth, it's not because of my own doing. It's because mm-hmm. of my creator who you get fills out of me with way, his spirit. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I think that that's the real youth serum, the flow of spirit. Now, obviously, I talk about the stuff to not put in your body, right? And the things to put in as well. But uh, even that alone, without the spirit, I think, you know, you'll tend to age, you know, in that regard. Yeah. So mm-hmm. call, we got Definitely. Todd Frisch coming up. You Have you guys met Todd Frisch? Yes. He, why yes, the I, I do his program, uh, Shape Proclaimed. He's and, awesome. Um, he's going to be coming mm-hmm. on the show soon. Oh, awesome. Did you ever I'm send excited. your face in for him to read? No, not yet. Okay. I've just done that. And uh-huh. uh, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous because, you know, I try to hide who I really am to the <laughs> audience and he'll be yeah. able to see it all. Uh, so. Oh, yes. And he does the left and right side and then he shows you like, oh, that's, uh, yeah, revealing. Yeah. So I'm going to Now I have talking. to look this up. <laughs> yeah. His book, Why yeah. the Face, he's also, you know, big supporter of Trinity School of Natural Health. We love Tide and I've been meaning to get him on for two years. I mean, you talk about a long time coming. Uh, so we're excited about that. Uh, see what else, what else we have as, as we wrap up the bonus, right? You guys are awesome. So much fun today. And I knew it would be, and, and I didn't, you know, never it met Shemaine other than talking with her a minute or a few minutes before we went to air. And she's a delight. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. absolutely delight. And, and she loves Barry Manilow and she's married to Ted <laughs> yeah. Super She Don. said that and I'm like, oh, great. Now Robert's <laughs> going to be in love with you because. <laughs> yeah. No, Super Don. I mean, that, that was oh. his thing. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you know, in, I don't in any way, shape or form. I have an ally. Now. Yeah. Right. Yes. He's not alone. Right. Not Every s- time you say something bad about Barry Manilow, I'm going to call Shemaine. This, this thing, <laughs> no, I feel a little bit more magnanimous. How's that for a big word? Because I don't dislike Barry Manilow the way Super Don seems to dislike <laughs> Neil Diamond. So well, I think they're very different. <laughs> they yes. are very different. I agree, but. Uh, they're often mentioned in the same sentence, you know, a lot of time in terms of the adult contemporary perceptions that people have. So, because they're both icons, but that's as similar as they are. (laughs) 
Yeah, they're very different other than that. You're right. Days gone by. So, Super Don, you feel any guilt about your meanness toward Neil? No. <laughs> no guilt in that kid. Of course he's not. Why? Why? Yeah. Super Don. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. No. <laughs> I also, we all almost had him. Yeah, we're like, huh? Really? Almost no. had him. All right, so let's let's check out the poll of the day. Okay. What do we have? Eggnog. Eggnog. All right, so. Poll of the day. This went out in the newsletter, and we do one every day yeah. uh, in the newsletter. And the poll question was, let me get over to it. How do you feel about eggnog? Do you love it? Is it okay? Yuck. Or not sure. I'm going to think. So what do you think, Robert? I think love it's going to be a, a, a winner, significant winner. You think so? I do. I just my sense 50, of 50. it. 50-50. You 50, think it's 50. that close? 50-50? Okay. Mm -hmm. huh? Look nope. at that. Love it. Oh, well, 45 to 20. Yuck was Yuck. 31. So it was a little bit more dominated to love it. But if you measure it all out, eh, it's close. Yeah. But I, I think that's about everybody right, I here think, yeah. likes it, right? On this show yeah. right now. Yeah. We have some yeah. people commenting on. As long as it's not too eggy. eggy yes. Right. yes. I would yes. say it's okay. So I'm yeah. in the 20%. Whoops. Oh, look at that. Oh, You're okay. I get it. Super Don wants to have go. a nice day. He's ready. Yeah, my, son, my son does that. He just switches off the lights uh, yeah. when we have guests. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, time to go. Bye. Time to go. He knows. Yeah. It's over. Uh, okay. So we have a Sunday show. We don't know what we're doing for the ra radio broadcast yet. Super That's Super. true. It's Friday. Gosh, it's Friday yeah. already. Friday. Um, Friday. Yeah. This show went fast. It didn't it? It did. It went so fast Should today. we? Uh, should we try and record tomorrow? Yeah, we could do that in the morning if you're up for okay. it. Okay. Right. Yeah, I know that uh, Judy Mikovits and uh, Tracy Straup are going to do something with the World of Wellness and, and uh, at hmm. 10 a.m. my time, noon Eastern, and they want me to call in. I might be just, but that'd be a couple of minutes, so we could we could probably hit it in the morning, no problem. Okay, we're yeah. doing uh, Christmas decorations this weekend. Finally, hmm. we did Fine. put up lights and and things outside. Nothing fancy like you know the kind you can see from space, but uh, yeah. it's festive and it's fun. I put and, just one light outside my house, so right. that's that's huge for me. Yes, because my one house light. was always the, one light. Well, not one. Uh, you know, this one, called one, a porch one light. strand. Yeah, Ula, yes, do you guys yes. do a menorah one porch and a Christmas light. tree? <laughs> do we what? You do a menorah and a Christmas tree? No, we just a do menorah. the the Christmas tree. Okay, and and yeah. so this was a, this would have been a good discussion. Maybe we'll have maybe next Friday we can do this. Talk mm -hmm. about how we celebrate Christmas. Various people, whether they're religious or not. Whether it, well, it's and I was informed today that Hanukkah starts on the 18th. Mm -hmm. So yep. we'll we'll do we'll do a highlight of yep. uh, some Hanukkah because uh, you know we don't want people to feel alienated. Okay. Bring the light. Yes, you right. don't want to be an anti-Semite, Don. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. On the 18th, uh, we will have Kanye West on the show oh uh, to talk about. Uh, <laughs> The holidays and uh that would be a poll question do you think he's on heavy medication or he's on to something uh you know something weird he's like always that. had a screw loose yeah. connie's always mm. had a screw loose i don't know why well you know and this is yeah. maybe just again for another show but if you go down that rabbit hole as deep as kanye may have it's hard mm -hmm. to maintain your balance mm -hmm. once you have a very deep connection to the to the good lord above or within right? Yeah. The spiritual center, because yeah. it can throw you off when you see how some horrible things that happen on this planet, you know, yeah. and, and yeah. that might be James part and of I have, Yeah. James and I have done a lot of dig, 
a lot of digging mm -hmm. and gone way deeper than we ever anticipated going. And I will say it definitely shook his faith. Mm -hmm. He had moments where he was like, how can this be happening? This mm -hmm. doesn't match what I've believed. <laughs> and it took him a little bit to kind of recenter and remember that the creator's bigger than all of that still. Mm -hmm. And, but well, for me, yeah. I was getting into it and I thought, wow, the evil is much more evil than I ever anticipated. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't I, shake my faith like that. For there him. were times when I, and I've said this before, I was literally, not figuratively, hiding under the covers like this going, I don't want to come out. Digging that deep and seeing how nasty some things are on this planet that we exist on. Mm -hmm. At the same time, it strengthened my resolve to go deeper into my relationship with God and spirit so that I could yeah. overcome that fear and recognize that mm -hmm. love is way more powerful than all of that combined. Yeah. But it's so easy to fall prey to it if you if you dig deep into it and you get it's very you can be very vulnerable if you're not again very grounded spiritually. I know that's a weird thing to say grounded spiritually, but you're bringing the spirit <laughs> into the ground with you. Right. That's why yeah. I say it that way. Uh, so we've got a lot. We we I know I could talk to you guys for days and we'll never <laughs> we'll never leave. And then the stay at home moms are going to get in trouble. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm the only one here that doesn't celebrate Christmas. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? So there, what about question, some questions for people who don't celebrate Christian, or Christmas or Hanukkah mm -hmm. or Kwanzaa? Yeah. <laughs> celebrate or whatever. Celebrate made or the salvation. Day or That's what it's all about. It's about salvation coming to this world and celebrate well, that. We celebrate that every day. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. We only do that when it's on sale at Walmart. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Teasing, of course. That's, uh, Black that's, Friday. Yes. Yeah. That's Rough the off. crass commercialism of whatever they call Christmas. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. Anything else you want to chat about and share before we break? I, I think it's been amazing heading into the weekend. I'm so uplifted and smiley, you know, at this point. It has and, been amazing. Yeah. It's been the best birthday ever. <laughs> ah, that's amazing. And we're looking forward, Ula, to your podcast, No Pressure. But yeah, I know. Look, look at the, the gal next to you. Try um, to follow uh, right. Leslie. Uh, I don't know how. Ooh, Remember, be your a... authentic self. Be yes. your authentic self. That's it. That's the. That's the. If there's a trick, that's it. Just a little less. I know. Yes. No, not less. <laughs> don't be, be less. Be you, but not not so much you. Yes, I know. Be I more know. of you than be you've all ever of been, you. Ula. Be, be the most more. of you you can be. Every oh. time you think you should Shine. dial it down, you should dial it up. Ula, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Bring it. Absolutely. Let's bring it. Bring it. Super Don, do you concur? <laughs> yes. I'm excited. I concur. Yes. Okay. Thank you. I do concur. All right. With that, thank you all for for being here, for sharing the show, for supporting us, and now supporting Leslie and her podcast, and then Ula and her husband, Mark. And Mary. coming soon, Lori. Lori's committed yes. to yes. Lori's going to be uh, doing it. And cool. I, ju I just got a, uh, an email from Pat. Yes. She wants uh, to you know, she's been doing her podcast for quite a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the uh, cooking one. Yeah. 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 Real food, real people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She had invited maybe... me to co-host with her. Wow. I, really don't, I'm, I can't do it on a schedule, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. my only problem. I'm like, don't be dependent on me. That's why I wanted to do it alone. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Lori has been challenged also, I think, to write a book by Laban. Yes. That he would like, I don't know, do something indoors. I don't know. But uh, there's good people s really, I, what would you say, stimulating you into doing the, your best, going beyond what encouraging, you think. Encouraging, motivating. Yeah. 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 That's really cool. So uh, Bolden says, happy birthday, Leslie. Thanks, Bolden. 
I listened to his episode today too. It was amazing. So Isn't if anybody it? didn't listen to Tet the Amendment Center today, they need to get over there on YouTube or Rumble or wherever because yeah. he's posted everywhere and listen to today's episode. I shared it on my Facebook page. You what was the topic today briefly? The overview. <laughs> Talked about uh the real ID and stuff. Yeah. My phone mm -hmm. kept dropping. So yeah. I was so irritated because I had all my kids in the car and I wanted them to hear it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, this is why I fight this stuff. I got to go back yeah. and listen to that uh, for sure. I missed yeah. it today. I was prepping the show and doing everything else. But good Lord, you guys great. are awesome. Thank you so much for being here and supporting us and, and being the amazing, amazing souls that you are. Letting your, your, your light shine through and your voice now. I'm just grateful Thank that we you. could be a conduit for whatever uh, time we have together to do it. And may it be a long time because this is just too much fun. Amen. Yes, amen. <laughs> All right, so right, take us out with some Mickey friendly music. Thanks for yeah. tuning in. We'll be back on Sunday with something. Yeah, something. Something good. Yeah. And then back on Monday. And you guys have a good weekend. Happy birthday. Thank you.